Welcome to the Inglorious Bards. I'm your humble Game Master Tom, and this is Episode 2, Farm of Irony. Thanks for coming along on our adventures. Always glad to have you here. This season, we're proud to be sponsored by the Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop Software, which we'll be using to track our battles during the season. In our last adventure, the heroes learned about trouble at the Bottom Hill Farms. One of the farmers, Old Man Wheeler, had run into a weird gnome threatening the little community. The farmer beat the gnome and took a strange ring from him. This magical ring had the ability to control a terrible burrowing monster that accidentally slew his neighbors. The heroes pushed all the farmers to leave the area just as strange laughter could be heard down the hill. The crazed gnome was back, and this time, he wasn't alone. What does this odd gnome want? Where is the burrowing beast now? And why is this little farming community the focus of so much destruction? The adventure begins. Inside a farm on a grass-covered hill, Jix the goblin twitches his ears. The heroes have just gotten a farmer and his wife to leave the area as danger is close at hand. Inside the farmer's kitchen, Jix motions for everyone to stop crunching on the broken plates and glass scattered across the floor. Killian the cleric takes a ring believed to control some terrible monster and tucks it into his pocket. Jix's ears twitch again. It's the sound of laughter. Hey guys, I hear something. Someone's laughing over there. Idrisil the ranger points out the window down the grassy hill. It's that gnome who's been terrorizing these farms. Isn't that where he ran off to? The entire group walks out the back of the farm to see a figure running up the hill in the distance. A gnome dressed in a red and purple robe laughs while a small bulbous creature flitters on short wings beside him. You've just a moment or two before everything comes crashing down. Killian the cleric speaks softly to the rest of the group. Let us keep our calm friends and resolve the situation without violence. Xanar the sorcerer holds up his hands in an open gesture and calls out to the stranger coming up the hill in a traditional gnome greeting. Peep and I, friend gnome! We're here to help. We've come from Edlund Home to see how we can assist. You've got one chance. Hand over my ring or you'll all be dead, stupids. Ignal the dwarf draws his greatsword from off his back and twists his strong fingers around the grip of his weapon. That's definitely the gnome. Weapons out, boys. Time to put this wee one in his place. Old friends, there's been enough bloodshed because of this gnome. Let us not be so quick to add to it. The ground shakes. A small tremor at first grows more and more intense. Jix almost topples to the ground, but steadies himself. Oh, that's not normal, guys. We've got something coming, and it isn't friendly. Uh, remember the tunnel buried into the basement behind us? The ground shakes violently. And the farm down the way that was torn apart? It may very well be an illusion or some other simple spell. There's five of us and one strange gnome. No reason to get excited. Killian secretly holds the mysterious ring tightly in his hand once more, closes his eyes, and whispers softly so the others can't hear. Creature, stop moving. Creature, stop moving. The ring, you fools! Or your lives! The ground rumbles. Earth begins to move. Xanner's hands glow blue with powerful magic, and he narrows his eyes at the gnome down the hill. In response, the crazed gnome forms his own ball of green magic and glares back. 
A section of earth snakes up the hill like some creature racing closer, just beneath the surface. Creature, stop moving. <laughs> You're too late, stupids! The gnome whispers something to the small creature with little wings flying next to him. The weird little monster flitters over the rumbling earth with its little jaws snapping in the air. I've got that one! The ground around the group of adventurers shakes and rises slightly before dropping uneven earth around them. Creature, stop moving. Creature, stop moving. Idrisil leaps back from the trembling earth. Jix pulls a bomb out of his pouch. Iggy holds his sword over his head, ready to strike. The ground collapses into a deep hole before them all. Dust rises. The trembling stops and all is silent. Creature, stop moving. A deep hiss comes from within the hole in the ground. All right, so much for this ring. Everyone attack! Gillian opens his eyes and casts holy magic on the dwarf's greatsword. The ground erupts. Chunks of dirt tumble through the air. The hissing sound rises from beneath the dust, and a creature crawls out from the ground. It is a thick worm the size of a horse with huge, sharp mandibles. Acid drips from its mouth each time it hisses. Xanner loses his footing and starts to slide down into the hole the monster came out of. Arrow, bomb, sword, and acid come clashing together. The battle is on, my friends. So let us roll initiative. Is this our first official initiative of the season? No, we had the, the band we? of raiders. That did not stand no, as an initiative. That was no, not an initiative. A surprise attack that we just turned into. Yeah, yeah I think this, this is the first roll. This is the first official. Here we go. Good luck. Here we go. Up first is Idrisil. Idrisil has hunted prey on the flying creature next to the gnome. He's going to take his two shots. That's a natural one. <laughs> right <laughs> off the bat. Shot. Right. <laughs> you fire your shot. It uh, hits the ground maybe eight feet away from you, and you get out your arrow, and you drop your second arrow and lose that shot. Okay. What's your next action? Next action is just going to be a uh, clumsy. Sorry about that. <laughs> I can do this. It takes a second shot. All right, this is your uh, second shot this penalty. Will be the second. Pees himself a little bit. <laughs> Ooh, that'll be a 14. 14 total to hit. Your second shot, however, goes flying across the air and also misses the okay. creature. Your last action? Yep. Last action, we're just going to take one final shot. This is hard to do. do what Multiple I can. shots are hard. Multiple shots are hard. Five. Horrible shots. All right. With a bold first action of horrible, just horrible. blindly firing arrows in the general vicinity of West, uh, Idrisil's turn is over. <laughs> Suppressing power! <laughs> and next up is Vargalos the Gnome, or as he likes to call him, Vargalos the Gnome Master. How far is Vargalos away from Jix? Vargalos is about 70 feet away from Jix, okay. and he scurries to within about 45 feet. Uh, with his first action, and then he throws this green magic blob at you, Jix, and it comes sailing and tumbling through the air. Okay. Um, yes? Jix wants to throw his bomb at the thrown blob. <laughs> okay. You can throw your bomb, but your reaction has to come out after his action is done, though. That's the catch. Okay. So yours has to come after. He gets to finish his turn, and then you get to go. Okay. 
He throws his blob, it goes tumbling through the air, and it strikes at you with a 28 to hit. Yeah, uh-huh. Is that a critical hit? 10 over? Yeah. Ooh. And Jix is hit for not too bad. Eight, uh, correction, six points of acid damage, and that's a critical six points of acid, acid damage. damage. It splatters against you. You hold out your hand. The acid burns your hand and splatters against your shoulder. And then he tosses, as soon as you look up and you wipe all this acid, mild acid off of your face area, you see another one coming your way. And this is a 14 to hit. Uh, no. Okay, you side sidestep that one. It splatters on the ground and burns, and he is done. Jix, you get your reaction. You were waiting for him to make an offensive action. Vargalos just did. What do you want to do? I was. Um, you were going to throw. You were ready to throw. I was. 45 feet away. 45 feet away. So that's minus four to hit right now. Okay. And that's the yeah, only action that you distance. can take. That's fine. So minus four. All right. Is that like your modifier, like plus your modifier and then minus four? Yep. Okay. Minus four is eight. A total of eight. <laughs> you throw the bomb, but the acid burning you has thrown you completely off. Your bomb explodes harmlessly on the ground. That was a firebomb, right? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it is Killian's turn. That was just your reaction. You still got a whole turn to Correct. go. Uh, Am I able to reach Idrisil in a single move action? Uh, yes. All right, I will move to where Idrisil is. You run past Iggy around the hole, not too far away from the creature itself, this giant worm. It snaps at you, but you make your way towards, uh, and you're next to Idrisil. Killian, it's your turn. What would you like to do? <sighs> I will move to the north, a uh, bit behind Jex. Okay. I will cast Divine Lance. Divine Lance is an offensive cleric spell. On the... Uh, creature, the, the 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 worm thing. All right. Uh, Killian holds out his hand. White beam, a blinding radiant white beam shoots out, and a twenty to hit. Twenty total. to hit. Hits the creature and you blast it with damage. What what type and how much damage? Um, it is. Uh, radiant damage, is that a thing? No. Good damage? It could be good damage, yes. <laughs> good Super damage? good damage. <laughs> the best damage. So this is uh, good damage that will affect evil beings. Right. Gotcha. How much damage is uh, it? It will be a total of six points of damage. Six points of good damage. Bright light shatters against this creature. It uh, gives out this hissing. <laughs> and it does not take any damage at all from that attack. Oh, so it's not evil. Yes, that is correct. Bastard creature. Your turn is done. Iggy, Ignol Heavybringer, what are you doing? You're about maybe eight feet away from yep. the face of this creature. I'm gonna beat my chest with my free hand. Go into rage Ooh, mode. All right. Like, and I'm gonna run right at that creature and swing. All right, you're at the edge of the little pit it's created. You're yep. you're fine where you're at. And you can reach it with your big old sword. For a total of 15. 15, your first swing misses. You have another action? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get after it again. All right, this is your last action. For... Oh, uh, yeah. So another miss. All right. Swing, swing. Iggy's trying. He cannot connect with this large beast. Jex, you have stopped smoldering. What would you like to do? <laughs> that shit stings. <laughs> uh, 
I'm going to run up uh, within 30 feet. Within 30 feet? Of, what was his name? Var, Vagis, what? Vargalos. Vargalos. Easy, with the Vagisil. That's your name. I'm going to run up within 30 feet of Vargalos and um, going to pull out another bomb and then I'm going to throw the bomb. All right, pulling it out is an action, throwing yeah. it's another act. You throw Now there's this weird homunculus little flittery creature that's maybe 15 feet away. Do you want to throw it at that thing? Or do you want to throw it at Vargalos, who's just behind it? No, Vargalos. All right. I'm not going to miss this time. And I miss. <laughs> <laughs> you do an underhand softball pitch that goes nowhere. I do. I, I turn around backwards and do the, like, between the legs. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. Uh, that one is totally wrong. So you moved, you drew, you threw. Jix is done. You guys are incredibly effective so far this battle. <laughs> and Xanar gets to go. Finally! And Xanar, you have uh, fallen maybe five feet down into this pit. It goes down even further, but the creature's uh, last segment of the creature hasn't kind of come out, and your feet are touching it, the base of this creature. You're almost like riding this creature, if you will, and it's sticking out of the ground. Okay. Uh, whoo. All oh, right. And, oh, and one more thing, Xanar, for the pressure. You're the last one to go before the homunculus and the giant worm itself goes and wrecks the whole party. So <laughs> save the day. Just saying. Just kill it now. Not a problem. Um, you know, I, I am right on it, so it would make the most sense for me to... I'm going to cast Burning Hands. Okay. So uh, Xanar's going to take... Uh, he's he's going to glow in a completely different fashion. He's going to be a bright orange with like a red outer rim around him put as much flame as possible in my hands and I'm going to cast it out. He does have a reflex uh, save uh, if, for it. If you, yeah, he totally does. Uh, and I will give him a penalty because he's uh, kind of have his, definitely has his back to you. The catch is Ignal the dwarf would be caught in this. Uh, in that case, uh, so have the hands ready to go. I see Ignal coming instead and I will drop one hand. I will go to the other one instead and I will do an elemental toss of just as much green as possible to push the dirt back into its face. So I want to take a rock <laughs> okay. and stick it in whatever it looks like an eye. Any kind of orifice on the beast you Whatever can I can do to just, just toss it with something real All fast. Right, go so for it. Let me... Uh, let me uh, that is a natural 20. So you're yeah. tossing, tossing an orifice with the natural 20. I, I am tossing everything I can possibly hit him with. All right, that's double damage. Everything doubled. Uh, that is a 13 plus one. That is a 14. 14 points of damage is a big hit on the creature. Now, uh, elemental toss is only one action. It's one of your fastest spells. You still have two actions remaining. I will... Seeing the success of that one, I'm going to come back around and I am going to, yeah, I'm thinking I can might make it afraid. I don't know. It has some pretty good saves. Let's, it's, it wasn't responding to the ring. I'm going to cast fear. You're going to cast fear. Yeah. All right. What does that look like from Xanar's perspective? What are you doing to, when you cast fear? I'm touching it. So this makes it a lot easier for me. But the, the entire process is I've, I just smack him with a rock. So I'm going to pull everything in and I'm going to 
completely cover myself in a black aura with like a blue rim on the outside. Mm. And I'm going to pull a bunch of emotions from the inside of me that makes me huge. Okay. It's the first time I've ever been big. And I'm going to picture myself being this giant, giant menacing shadow creature. And I'm going to put that thought into the mind of anything I'm touching or pushing my aura at. All right. It's a will save against that. The creature got hit. It turns around to face you. It sees this image and it's making a will power save to resist it got a total of 12 that is not 17 that is a fail that's oh, a fail so what happens on a fail for fear frightened at level two yeah so he is two off of every single thing he rolls and two off of his armor class you made it very susceptible to things so great Oops. roll thank you uh all right that was awesome uh you are done it is the creature's turn frightened it moves away and goes out of the hole, scuttling across the ground, looking back at this Wait, giant what? thing, <laughs> and it scuttles straight towards Killian. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. And it takes one last look back at Jix and uh, Idrisil back, back by the pit. They're, they're, and it, they're the ones that did damage to you? <laughs> I did nothing. And it's right next to you, Killian, but instead it turns back and it vomits forth a bunch of acid at the two of you, Xanner oh, uh, and, uh, sorry, Xanner and Iggy. Xanner and Iggy are the two by the pit. It vomits at you guys. You guys need to make... Reflex saving throws. These are big ones. Mm -hmm. That is a natural 20 again, so 25. Wow. Uh, I got a natural 11. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Uh, Iggy, you enjoy uh, some some acid, totaling an amount of 12 points of acid damage. I've enjoyed acid before. (laughs) In addition, you have a much more brutal... You have a much more brutal uh, acid persistent damage. So at the end of your turn, you will take 1d6 persistent acid damage every single turn until you make a roll, a high roll. So you're in a bit of trouble. I keep forgetting I'm the healer. How many points of damage did you take? I have 17 left. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Uh, Xander, you got a critical success. You just duck your head back down into the hole that you're in. All the acid goes flying over you and doesn't hurt you a bit. Fantastic. (sighs) The strange little homunculus thing. This is a weird, bulbousy, kind of chubby arm. It's like a really messed up cherub type thing um, from like maybe, shoot, what's his name? Uh, Tim Burton. Tim, uh, Tim Burton Valentine's comes uh, <laughs> comes fluttering by and it's making its way fast towards uh, Jix, who's just a few feet away. It comes flying right up to you and it juts out this big lower jaw, Jix, and it snaps at you with it. And it is a 16 to hit. No. It's a miss. It snaps, it bites it, and maybe gets a bit of your shoulder, but it's nothing but armor and it can't pierce through. And it leaves this weird greenish saliva behind on your shoulder when it removes its jaw. And then for its last action, it immediately flitters across and over the hole towards Idrisil, the elf, feeling there's some sort of mark on it that it's going to deal with. And Idrisil, you're up. This is round two. I see it coming towards me. It's right on you. And it's still hunted prey, so I just take an arrow out. And keep in mind, your longbow has a penalty if you're shooting within 30 feet. You're minus two to hit anything that close. Okay, so... Plus five, okay. So I'm just gonna take a shot at it. Good luck. Uh, 
First action, I'm going to raise my shield. Your magic? My cantrip shield. Okay, so it's like raise a magical that, yeah. effect of a shield. I'm going to raise yourself. that first. That's five points of uh, protection. Ooh. And then I'm going to draw and shoot at it. This is your hunter shot double this hit? This is the hunted shot double hit. The natural one. Oh, my God. Oh. Hero points. Hero I'm going to use hero a hero point. point. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to switch dice. I'm going to use a hero point. You've used one. You're going to re-roll that roll. Wow. You're damn right. I'm going to do That's two natural ones. Can't do that. Okay. So it's plus five, you said? So that'll be a 21. 21's a hit. That's much okay. better. Perfect. It's three points of damage. Three points. It's a hit. Yes. I'm going to take a second shot. All right. Still a minus, minus two. two. So it's three. That's only a seven on that one. You hit the ground. Are you firing plunger arrows? I don't know what's happening. What's going on? <laughs> you have a third action available to you. Oh, I do have a third. Oh, I used my cantrip, right? Cantrip, and then you did hunter's shot to fire twice. Twice, okay. Um. Yep, we'll just do a third and oh, final shot. These are hot. This is your worst be... chance to hit. You can take lessons could... from Farmer Wheeler and smack it with your bow. I could. Ooh. We could move away. You know what? Yeah, let me. Uh, let me tumble out of the way towards uh, Iggy. Okay, you tumble out of the way, you roll across the grass, you're a little bit farther away. Bunch up against the acid spewing thing, that's good. Uh, Good plan, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Varkalos goes, he strides confidently across the ground, sees his creature go scurrying away in fear, lifts his, his little head, he's a little gnome, lifts his head up and sees little dangly gnome fingers casting out of the pit of Xanar. And Vargalos casts a spell at you, Xanar. You start to, you poke your head up, you look back at Vargalos and you see him in your mind growing in size, looking intimidating, oh. looking very fearful. You need to make a willpower save or be fearful yourself. Uh, save is 14. 14, you have Failed. You are frightened level two, just, <laughs> just like you did this creature. You are minus two to everything you do, including your armor class. Turnabout is fair play. Killian, you are up. You are right next to this giant's worm thing, and it slowly rotates your its head right back towards you. Am I wearing the ring? Uh, it's it? in your hand. Pocket. Hand or your pocket. Okay, I'm gonna slip the ring on. Okay. You do not hobbit into another dimension. <laughs> do I see the giant eye of Sauron or no. anything? No. Well, then that's that. Um, and then I will command the creature flee from me, and then kind of like motion. Motion it. your head. <laughs> hey, over there. All right. You see no response from the creature. Okay, that's, then. That's an action. Um. I'm going to, I guess, raise my shield. And this is then, your magic shield. Um, mm, yes. Okay. Yes. That's the um, second action. Right. And then I guess I will attack it with my spear. Um, probably have to get your spear out. Okay. All right. Iggy, you're up. I'm going to move right behind it so I can opposite uh, Killian. Killian, so I get the... Oh, I didn't do that last time, but I get the plus one for... Flanking uh, bonus. Flanking. It's plus and two. Plus, plus two. one for the yes. magic weapon. Oh, yeah. Your sword is brimming with cleric magic. Uh, That's right. Cleric seven, magic. Seven, <laughs> 17. 17. You swing at the creature with a 17, and it is... Frightened. 
Right now it's frightened level one because it finished one turn and it misses. The attack misses. Uh, oh, not scary uh, enough. I'm going to attack again. Okay. With a uh, 15. 15 is a miss. Piggy's on fire. Mm. <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, you're almost on fire. You must yeah. take persistent damage. Uh, I will do a total of two points of acid damage. Continues to burn away. You need to just roll a flat 15 or higher, and you're totally fine. How about a natural one? Oh, oh no. You take an additional two points of damage as you burn it quite a bit. People, you can assist him or you can assist yourself with a medicine roll to give yourself a bonus roll during a turn if you need to. Acid damage, persistent damage in particular, low levels is brutal. Jix, you are up. Um, how far away is, is, um... Margalos? Yes. 20 feet. 20 feet. All right. Jix takes out another bomb. Okay, what bomb is it? Fire bomb. All right, you... Pull out another bomb. Your second action to toss it. Yeah. You've missed every bomb. Bang, bang. And eat shit. <laughs> Natural 20. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Needed that. Yes. What does that bomb do? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Four, five, six. And then, okay, so it's six points of fire damage. All right. And then, um... The persistent comes next turn. Correct? You do one persistent damage every single turn. You do two. Yeah. Oh, because you're expert at fire-related yeah. stuff. Nice. Splash damage does one point additional damage uh, in so addition. Seven. Seven. That's a nice chunky hit. The creature of fire erupts, surrounds it all over. It continues to flutter forward like a fluttering Terminator at the end of the first Terminator movie. Wait, wasn't no, it no, Bargalos the, that he Bargalos. attacked? God damn it, I'm all over the place! How much damage was that? Get your shit together, Seven. Tom. Oh, my God. Seven points fire damage to Barglow. Yeah, that misses. No, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> I saw one more turn. Uh, you Almost splash fire. Table. You hit Vargalos. He gives out a horrific scream of, and he is burning mildly, and you have one last action left. Good hit. Um... You want another? And he pulls out another bomb. No! <laughs> uh, Xanner, you're up. You've got smoldering uh, Vargalos off in the distance. Not too far away from you was another smoldering dwarf. There's still this crazy beast. There's this weird homunculus. There's just chaos everywhere. And you're just lounging around in a pit. I'm super scared. <laughs> very, very afraid. Uh, but I see the homunculus outside of the corner. And he looks... Very hittable. Because <laughs> his back is uh, currently turned to me as he was following Iggy. Or, sorry, not Iggy, but uh, Idrisil, as I saw. So I am going to, uh, scary as it is, I am going to uh, grab a ball of fire. So my my hands light up bright orange, big uh, baseball-sized fireball, and I'm going to chuck it right at his back. Got the homunculus. Good luck. And I'm going to... Chuck it at him for 12. 12 to hit, misses. And you throw it up and it comes up short. You barely see it go over the pit. It hits the edge and just gently rolls back down to you like a bad mini putt. 
Uh, yeah, you have one action remaining, I believe. I'm gonna run up out of the pit. Okay. For better aim. I just need you to make a athletics roll of 12 or higher, and you're totally fine. I'm a gnome. How hard is that gonna be? <laughs> athletics roll of uh, seven. Okay, you yeah, get yeah, three. That's a three. 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 You get all the way up, and just like your fireball, go rolling <laughs> all the way back down. Uh, you are now frightened level one. Uh, it is the creature's turn, the giant worm's turn. It is surrounded with priest on one side, dwarf on the other. It is still a little frightened, and it is going to bite at Iggy, and it grabs and bites, and it doesn't seem to be going for your flesh and seems to be chewing away at your armor itself. Okay. Uh, it's going to make an attack. And it is a 26 to hit. Yeah, that hits. That is a hit. You take nine points of piercing damage and one point of acid, and none of that goes to you. Oh my God. All of that goes to your armor and your armor has been half torn asunder. Your armor class is now minus two permanently. It then spins around with chunks of your armor dripping out of its mouth and goes to chomp on the head of the cleric. That's not cool. With a second attack, and you've been attacked for a 21 to hit, Killian. Yes, that will hit. And hits you for eight points of piercing and two points of acid. Ten total damage. All right. This monstrous beast dives into you, almost lifts Killian off the ground a little bit before dropping him. It is done, and it takes two points of persistent fire damage from uh, Jix earlier and continues to burn. Isn't However, that Vargalos that does that? Uh, say again? Vargalos? Yeah, I'm just all over the place. Making this look good, thanks. Tom. I know. We'll keep you straight. Persistent one. Got it. And it loses its frightened condition. It is the the homunculus's turn. It comes flying over, chasing after Idrisil, uses its first action to chase after you, and it bites with this weird lower jaw attack to hit you with a 14 to hit, Idrisil. That's a miss. Strikes again with a seven to hit. Miss. Wow, this creature is almost as effective as you, Idrisil. It is wow. done. <laughs> and Idrisil the elf, you may go. How close is the creature now? It is on top of you. Okay, I'm going to... Uh... <sighs> Trying to decide. Let me see. Trying to decide now? Yeah, <laughs> so I'm going to put my bow away as one action. Take out my short sword okay. as a second action and take a crack at this thing. Slicing away, third action, go for it. it. Drop the d20, that's fine. Go to another one. Ooh, that'll be a uh, 25 to hit. 25 is a hit. Okay. You lightly wounded it already, or someone has. Uh, yeah, I, I think I nicked it on the first one. Uh, it's four damage. Four damage. You slice into it. It gives this weird little squealing sound, uh, and it continues to be snapping at the air, however. Uh, uh, you have one action. No, that's it. You oh, that's right. put uh, away your bow, yeah. drew your sword, and yep, yep. attacked. Vargalos gets to go. He forms a green ball and tosses it at you, Jix, in this one-on-one -on -one combat with an 18 to hit. Uh, that 
is my AC. All right, that's a hit. He does a brutal two points of acid damage. (laughs) Barely hits you. How much hit points do you have left? Seven. Seven. And he gets another one ready and throws it, but this time he bowls it down into the pit after Xanner. And Xanner, that is a 12 to hit. Oh, that is a miss. And then decides to throw a last one at Iggy all the way across, and that is an eight to hit. Oh, Just no. throwing acid balls left and right and left and right, can't hit anything. He takes one point of fire damage, and Ew. he's he's going to try and burn it off. And Two he, points of fire damage. Son of a... <laughs> And Vargalos takes two points of persistent fire damage. He is going to roll to try and get rid of it, and he fails with a critical failure and takes the damage again. He is burning like crazy. No, why? Why would you do that? How'd you feel? And it is Killian's turn. He is, yeah, smoldering bad. Um, yeah, you you guys need to stop taking damage. This is not, um, shoot. Right, I guess uh, Killian realizing self-preservation is probably key at this moment. Um, <laughs> Screw them! <laughs> I'm getting out of this one alive. Um, mm. Actually, you know what? I'm going to... Mm, ugh. Um, <laughs> what would Kara Hell do? Well, WWKD. <laughs> I'm going to heal myself. Uh, um, that's what the noble Carahel would do? <laughs> well, so that I can in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm, yes. yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. Very noble. Carahel <laughs> wants me to have this Lear Jet. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Hey, everyone, pretty here, Hannah. <laughs> All right, you're, you're healing yourself. Yeah, and, right. I'm, yeah, and I'm using the two action one to um, do a bigger heal. Yeah. Um, which. Six plus eight, 14. All right, and that's the raw eight plus right. whatever. Yes. Got it. That's a big heal. Yeah. That was two actions? That's two actions. And as my third action, I will, um, I guess, cast shield again. Cast shield again. Yeah. Is that a cantrip? You can just keep doing it, or is that it a It is a cantrip. Okay, yeah. got it. Iggy. Iggy, the destroyer of air. Frustrated, what? demoralized. His armor's literally melting off his body. Nothing has gone right. Is uh, uh, going to raise his sword above his head and strike down on this guy. Uh, I hope you, Hopefully. Seth, get a hit. 28. 28 is a hit. Um, you Did you get your flanking bonus of plus two? Mm-hmm. Okay. And it is frightened. Frightened. And you got your plus one magic weapon bonus, okay? Just a hit. Yeah. Just oh. a hit. Almost a critical. Whoa, 16 points of damage. 16. This is huge magically enhanced damage from the spell Killian cast on it. 16 to the giant creature is a huge slice down the back. Are the armor chunks start to separate a little bit? You can see weird little uh, intestinal type things and uh, goo starts uh, burbling out the back. It is a brutal blow. You have two more actions left. Yeah, I'm gonna strike again. All right, each strike is harder than the last. Nope, that's a miss. Okay. And then I'm going to... Try and cast magic shield that you don't have? <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm going to give... Shield warm. I'm going to raise an eyebrow and give him an intimidating glare. Okay. Take that worm. Yeah. 
and uh, attempt to intimidate him with the 18. 18 versus its willpower? Yes. Is a success. It is intimidated. What does that mean? Uh, he's frightened. All right. He continues to be frightened. Uh, got it. Bum, bum, bum. Jix, you are up. All right. Jix already has uh, one more bomb in his hand. Which bomb is this? Fire. Another alchemist fire. Again. Not another one! <laughs> <laughs> you want another one? I'm going to send you another one. And he tosses it. Oh, I totally didn't see what happened to that one. Bad roll. Yep. Uh, 23. 23. Smash. No! You hit him again. Four, two, three. Three points of damage. Three points of damage plus one more for splash. Yes. Four points of damage. Four points of damage. You light him up again. Uh, he can't have more fire persisting, but he does have the fire persist still. Uh, so great. You light him up again. Nice. So that's... One action. One action. You still have two left. Um... Uh, he sees he sees the bomb make contact and explode, and he just kind of grins. And you see him reach back behind his his left ear and pull out like some hair that he had copped from a horse or something, or a couple days ago. No, actually, the morning prior to this happening. And um, he pulls out another potion and then. Puts the hair into the potion, stuffs it down in there, and shakes it around, and then so that's one action. And then with his third action, he drinks the potion. So you're making on the fly a potion yes. as you go, okay? Yes. And you drink a potion, this creation which tastes god awful as you're on your third action. What does that do to you? Uh, it's it uh, turns me into a juggernaut. Okay. What? <laughs> so describe what that does. <laughs> So I take this potion, throw it around, throw it back, and I just start kind of like chuckling. <laughs> and um, you see Jix grow in size and in bulk, and and his skin like thickens, and um, he's now this this huge juggernaut. That gives you a bonus of uh, plus one to fortitude saves. More importantly, it gives you five temporary hit points. Yes. If you get hit. So a little bit of protection. However, just so everyone knows, it makes him more vulnerable to willpower effects. There's always a catch with Jix's potions. Nice. All of that fear is real. (laughs) (laughs) It's a real thing. (laughs) What are you doing? You are still nobly caught in the bottom of this pit with acid balls rolling down after you repeatedly. This is not a safe place to be. Um, though, I, I will say I've not been hit by anything, so it might be a very safe place to be. Um, but it's it's not the way I want to go. So uh, I am going to, uh, what is it? Oh, I was going to uh, launch myself out. So I, I'm going to try to crawl out again. Okay, make an athletics roll. Very simple 12. Everyone should be able to make this. That is a 19. Okay, you scamper out. Sufficiently motivated. Which way did you want to go? I was heading towards uh, the, the other gnome. All right. Who I now can see is very much on fire. Okay. 
You, you you climb out of the pit. You see there's about a 20 foot gap between your goblin Jix and Vargalos the gnome. And there's just like artillery going back and forth of all sorts of flaming, <laughs> exploding acid stuff. And then the goblin starts to seem to get a little bit more beefier jockish uh, that you notice. And what would you like to do with your second action? He is already very much on fire. That's intimidating. <laughs> Fear kind of comes up a little bit for that one. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to play the game too. I'm going to throw more fire at the other gnome. All right. So I am throwing uh, a produced flame for 22. 22 is a hit. Oh, poor Vargalos. <laughs> no. And that is for f- six points of damage. Six points nice. of damage. He's already on fire. He has persistent fire damage. You just did six more damage. He gets hit again. He's still alive. And he says, oh, come on. <laughs> uh, you blast him with fire. That's a good hit. I can see him just like turn towards you and just like drop his arms. <laughs> <just> like, <laughs> he like just finally gets the last bit of fire out. <laughs> she gets hit again. Uh, the giant worm goes and it wheels around and gives Iggy uh, its full attention. It is pissed off and bites down hard upon you to try to slay the dwarf with only a 28 to hit. Uh, That's a critical. Critical hit. You have been hit for... I can revive you. Uh, 22 points of damage. (laughs) Awesome. That is a record. That's a little negative number there. Wow. It comes down, bites, and does the Starship Troopers opening where the half body goes flying in either direction. (laughs) And you get uh, dropped down. You were unconscious, and you slide gently down into the pit. Which which half? (laughs) The middle half. (laughs) It did a hole. It's a donut. It's an Iggy donut. Uh, And then it turns around with its full attention now (laughs) on the cleric. <laughs> okay, let's just talk about this. <laughs> and the creature slathers and bites down brutally with a natural 20 on the cleric. Oh, no. What was that about healing? <laughs> well, it's a good thing I'm healed, right? For 20 it points doesn't matter. of oh, damage. Oh, my God. I'm down. Holy cow, did this fight just take a turn? Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Okay, healer's oh. down. So essentially, this giant war thing just shredded Iggy, tossed in the hole, turned around, grabs on to Killian, sends him flying backwards. He's a bloody unconscious mess. And then, with its third action, because it ain't done yet, spits acid at Jix, and that is an 11 to hit. No. And finally, it's carnage for this turn is over. The homunculus gets to go. It is on top of Idrisil the elf, biting, 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 trying to dodge in between your sword blows. And that is an 18 to hit you. That's... And that is two points of damage only from this, but you must make a fortitude saving throw. Uh, I do have my shield up Oh, you want to... Yeah, it still hits you then. Unless you want to use it to completely block the damage. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then your shield, does it get shattered? Or, or it's five points of damage until it gets shattered, I un- believe. No, once you use the shield block, it's done. 
So you have to decide okay. whether you want to block uh, that too and then the whole shield is gone or not. Um, yeah, I'll just, I'll block it with the shield. Okay, you block that two points of damage. It bites around your arm, but can't get through your elven magic shield. Nice block, and that shield, though, fades. It attacks again for a five to hit. Miss. And then it flutters down into the hole and flies over Iggy and is going to start feasting on Iggy on its next turn. Uh, Great. It is a new turn. Idrisil, you're up. Okay, well, now that it's just out of range of my short sword, I'm going to uh, use my first action. It's two actions, isn't it, to get my bow out again? Unless you just want to drop the short sword on the ground. I'll do that for now. All right, the short sword impales into the ground. I throw it down angrily, looking over at my friends damaged, and I... uh, Draw your bow? I draw my bow. That's one action. Yes, bow is drawn. I can still see the cherub. Yep. Okay, yep. I'm going to shoot at my hunted prey still. Okay, that's double I'm shot just gonna with your second action. Just use my double shot here. <clears throat> Ooh, that'll be a uh, 23. 23 is a hit. Okay. With one point one of damage. One point of damage <laughs> does not dramatically slay the beast. You lightly nick it. You get a second shot. Use my second shot. Uh, that'll be 18. 18 is a hit. Okay. Come on. Five points of damage. Five points is much better. You hit the creature, and it is badly wounded and is no longer focusing on Iggy, and it's starting to turn around towards you. You have one action left. One more action. I'm just going to look at this thing dead in its face and just, come on, you bastard. One last shot. One last shot. so hard to do. This is, and it's only a plus one. Nine. Okay, the third shot misses. Iggy starts to rise up. (laughs) No, just kidding. Um... (laughs) You're fine. Vargalos says, Ha-ha! You're all gonna be worm food! I'm so hot! And he <laughs> is going to focus on making a medicine roll to remove this condition and starts uh grab some uh, 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 uh water and starts throwing it on, trying to get rid of it, and Fails. He's going to try one more time and fails. He's wasted his whole turn uh, trying to get rid of this fire that's on him. It's an oil fire. Uh, yeah. Mm. Uh, so he's wasted his whole turn. He takes two more points of damage. He is stumbling around in agonizing pain, and he gets one more roll to get rid of this and fails. <laughs> he's taken so much fire damage. It is Killian's turn. Mm. Killian, you are dying right now. I sure am. Got to roll a 15? <laughs> you have to make a dying roll. <laughs> what do I need to roll? It's 10 plus your dying level, so 11 or higher. Alrighty. 10. 10. Oh. You are now dying level 2. Sweet. If you reach dying level 5, which is a house rule we have, uh, you will be dead. Uh, Iggy, you are up. You need to make a dying roll. Failed. Failed. You are dying level two. You also uh, have acid damage on you, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. You take acid damage and uh, gain another dying level. Awesome. You are now dying level three. You can make a 15 or higher roll. Nope. Okay. Iggy is in critical shape. He might have one turn left, FYI. You still have hero points. You could use it now if you want. Oh, um, yeah. I'll wait till my next turn. Okay. 
Uh, Jix. Um. <clears throat> Jix. Yeah. Jix really wants to try and finish off something. Anything. Idrisil <laughs> yells across the courtyard, Jix, get to Killian quickly. Uh, what are you going to do? Low will. Uh, Vargalos, by the way, is on his knees, yeah, screaming in Vargalos pain with the fire. Almost, almost out. How far is Jix away from Vargalos? From Vargalos? Uh, you're easily an action away. Okay. About 20, 25 feet. Jix takes out his sickle. All right. Interesting. Runs up to Vargalos. Okay. And swings. Oh! Give yourself a plus two. He is absolutely flat-footed okay. against this attack. He tries to fend you off, tries to see you through the flames. Wow. Uh, 24 to hit. Is a hit. And then... 24 plus one... And then plus two on top of that. Yep. So four points of damage. All right. You swing your sickle. He cares not and says, you will. And he is dead. Yeah. Vargalos is dead. Good job. Uh, nice. That's soul three actions for uh, Xanner. Uh, Right! Um, Fireball! He, ju- he just jumped right him. back into the pit and put your hand <laughs> no, over your eyes. Never mind! Um, what are you going to do, Xander? I will. I, I just saw the worm thing just kind of decimate everyone around it. Yeah. Um, I will remember, way. remember my Carahol, uh memory that you taught me. Glow white, pointed Iggy, and stabilize. Ooh. That works. It's within 30 feet, right? Yep. Okay. And that takes two actions? It does. In my third action, Thank I will you. use my green hands, reach down and pull up earth in a wall shield in front of me, between me and the worm. Shield. To shield yourself, just Correct. like the, okay, gotcha. All right, uh, Iggy, you are unconscious. You are at zero uh, hit points. You lose the dying condition. You now have the wounded condition, which will make you more vulnerable to damage. And you're gonna, Still have persistent damage, so don't expect to be uh, yeah. not dying for long. Uh, good. Uh, you stabilized him. The creature gets to go. It charges across the ground, once spending two actions to race over to Xanner. The worm comes racing over and opens up its big mandible mouth and strikes down at you with a 23 to hit. That will hit. You have been hit for six points of damage, four piercing, uh, two acid. Uh, so with the shield taking the impacts, uh, you can subtract five of that damage away. All right, so I I will, I will subtract <laughs> five of that completely. Just let him get eaten up by the by the stone wall. All right, the wall, the acid, and the bite just gets clambered. It shatters that wall. Just a little bit. One point of damage goes through. That's a great shield. The homunculus creature flitters back over towards you, Idrisil, and it bites at you. You have no shield up this time. It is determined to slay you. And it strikes with a 10 to hit. Miss. It strikes with a uh, 19 to hit. That hits. Uh, Second attack hits. It does a total of... 
three points of damage. And where it bites you on your uh, left forearm burns a bit. You need to make a fortitude saving throw, please. That will be a 15. 15, you shrug off the effects of the poison. Nice. That was good. It is Idrisil, your turn. Okay. Uh, I am immediately going to roll into the sword that I have <laughs> placed into the ground and pick it up. Okay. Uh, so that's my first action. All right. I'm going to take the sword out because I have my bow out. <laughs> oh, yes, we have the bow out. Roll into the sword, get the sword out, and I'm going to attack this thing. It is still hunted prey, so I'm going to do my hunted shot. That? Double attacks. Oh, nice. That'll be a uh, 24 to that, hit. That is a hit. Okay. It's three points of damage. Uh, hunted shot, by the way, is only for ranged weapons, so you're just doing a normal. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's all right. Still yeah, hit. Still, still hit. Seven. Uh, how much damage? Plus th- uh, three points of damage. Three sorry. points of damage. You have slain this creature. You nice. separate its left wing. It tumbles into the ground and gently falls into the pit, nuzzling against the unconscious Iggy. Uh, nice. <laughs> Killian, you are Do I have another oh, shoot, you do? one action? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, I'm going to... Uh... Kiss Killian's ass goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run over to... Iggy. Okay. You run to the uh, edge of the pit. Just to be near him because he has no defense. All right. You're right next to him. Killian, you're up. You are unconscious and dying. You need to make a 12 or higher now roll. Dying roll. Dying three. Dying three for <laughs> Killian. Iggy, you are unconscious. Yep. And you are burning alive. You take acid damage which t- puts you back into dying condition. So do I go back to where the dying level? So, nope, okay. you're dying, but you add an additional point because you're wounded. So you're starting at dying level two right now. Okay. And you, the good news, you get to make a roll, just a 15 or higher and that acid finally goes away. Hey. Oh, oh yes. it almost rolled off. The acid finally burns. The last bit of smoke stops rising off of Iggy. That stuff is nasty. Jix, what you got? Jix is how far away from the worm? Uh, 10 feet. Okay. It's right there. Jix pulls out to bomb. <laughs> and throws a healing potion? <laughs> a healing bomb? <laughs> <laughs> it's their healing napalm. <laughs> Jix throws out. It's, it's more of a bag than a bottle. Um, but he pulls it out and he throws it at the worm. Um, thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, the bag just hits with a thud, and it's like a <laughs> it's like a little bean bag that never ignited. Yeah. 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 Just pops off. Uh, what else? Um, he says, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> Me try this again, and he pulls out. Pulls out another one. Okay. Uh, it is Xanner's turn. Xanner, you are toe-to-toe with this creature. Um, yeah, this is... If there's ever a time for some water, this would be it. I, uh, take both hands and push them straight out in front of me like I'm doing a giant stop against this one, right? Trinity in the Matrix level while on the phone. All right. Uh, I glow bright blue with a white outline. 
and I blast it with a hydraulic push. Ooh, this is your biggest attack. But can you get through this thing's armor is the question. Oh, this could be defining right here, everybody. Here we go. 19. 19! Nope, sorry, 20. 20? I'm not, I'm not a frightened anymore. It is a 20. Okay, um, its armor class is 20. <gasps> you have hit the beast. Yes. It has eight hit points remaining, I will tell you. I'm going to roll 3d6. <laughs> Come on. Come on. That is 11. 11 points of damage. 11 points of damage. You may take this creature down. Describe how you defeat this thing. When it charged up, it blasted through my stone shield. I pushed both hands straight out into its open mouth that's pushing at me. And I literally, from my arms, erupt a fire hose of water right into its mouth and through its gut through the other side, shaking the whole body, blasting it back 10 feet with a water spout that just Tears it, just like mouth open, oh, right in half. Brutal. The chunks of creature slough to the ground and everything is quiet. The battle is over and there are some wounded people out there. Yep. What are you guys up to? There's some dying people. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just still has his hands uh, on Iggy trying to resuscitate him because he doesn't have any healing abilities. Jix, go over to Killian quickly. Jix, yeah, Jix will go over to Killian and do a... Uh... Stabilize him with a crafting roll. Uh, okay, you're gonna do some medicine on him? Yeah. Okay, uh, hold. You need to make, oh, these are not easy. It is five plus that creature's recovery roll. What is your recovery roll? 13? Yeah. You need to roll an 18 or higher. Okay. You say it so calmly, that's a high roll. I have a plus seven. Oh! 20. Oh, and you nice. stabilize Killian. You mm. are no longer dying. You have the wounded condition. You're no longer dying. Great healing, Jake. Come back to us, buddy. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Chicks, Xander, you got anything else you want to do? He took my trick. <laughs> I was gonna do that. That's fine. Fine. Um, so somebody else dying. Right. Yeah, you, just, you, you look. You look across the pit, and you just see me. Come on! Come on! Come on! Come on! Just trying to bring him back. So, so he was stabilized, but I'll. Uh, no. 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 Iggy I'm, got hit no. again by the acid. Oh, the acid. Yeah. I'll do that. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying. But All right. Doing take, take two. So. I uh, cast the, the same prayer I did before from Kara. I was stabilized. You are stabilized, Iggy, and you are conscious. You now have the wounded two condition, making you more vulnerable to death. As soon as uh, I see, didn't see yeah. that happen. As soon as I see Iggy's back in the, up in order, uh, I go over to the uh, Vargalos's corpse and I start looting him. All right, uh, there is nothing of value on that corpse. That it has been burnt to high <laughs> hell. It is charred. It's still taking two points. <laughs> 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 oh, About this, every 36 seconds. This was a class on persistent damage uh, and how bad it can be if the rolls don't go your way. Stupid. <laughs> 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 yeah, I missed so much All right. Uh, well, what do you guys want to do? There's a giant hole. There's this dead creature. Bunch of unconscious PCs. Mm, yeah. Mm. Hey, Killian? 
take your time. But when you're back up, can I see that ring? You notice that Killian isn't moving. Cool, that's cool. That's <laughs> fine. fine. It's fine. You, you you do what you got to do right now, bub. Jix is patting him on the head and just kind of walking away, shrugging. I'm going to walk over to the house and sit on a rocking chair. <laughs> okay. Uh, just, take a, just take a second. <laughs> just take a second to relax here. I need some me time. I just need to go over what just I can't believe. <laughs> I can't believe I missed so many shots. Fully <laughs> <laughs> self-absorbed. It's all right. Yeah, there's, just... there's people still trying to get all the pieces of Iggy together again. <laughs> I was giving him what for, but I couldn't revive him. All so. the king's horses, all the king's men. <laughs> all right. Uh, it's been about 30 minutes, and everyone who is unconscious has regained one hit point naturally. That is Iggy and Killian. You guys are able to get them up, splash some water in their faces. Uh, taunt them, whatever, reassure them, and you guys are back behind uh, this farm with Idrisil rocking back and forth on the chair, and everyone is conscious. And I don't have my plus five hit points anymore. Did you shrink? Are you back to normal size? Yeah. yeah. It's only a one minute duration. <clears throat> everyone gather around. We must pray to Karahel. <laughs> <laughs> you pull everyone in for a prayer? Yes, and also some healing. All right. <laughs> The last away with some healing. Uh, so first healing will heal everybody. Eight hit points. Ooh, that's that's a normal. Feels very um, good. Eight times five. Forty points of health you just did. And then it looks like it's just Iggy and I. So I'm gonna heal him straight, um, which will be eight plus six, so fourteen more. So that puts wow. you up to twenty-four, I believe. Yeah. And then I will heal myself the same. Can you see the value when the cleric's down? <laughs> yeah. And I will be at full hit points as well. I healed myself. Wow. Um, 15. But you're looking pretty tapped, right? Pretty tired? Uh, yeah, I'm completely... Less faithful? I have <laughs> one... Uh, I have my first level healing spell left. Well, I've used all of my... Um, bonus heals. My four bonus heals. Um, I do... We do pray for a little bit. All right. What well. time of day is it? Uh, it's... Afternoon, I think. Nap time. Yeah. <laughs> Extra naps after that one. Uh, what about the little, was there any other looting to be done? Uh, the little cherub guy. That's the anything? first thing you say as soon as you stand up. <laughs> uh-huh. Hey, <laughs> where's the loot? <laughs> I need some new armor. Uh, you go over and you check the creature out. Uh, there's no loot on it. It's naked and it doesn't have any tracks to follow or anything because it is just a little flying thing. So, yeah. Okay. And amen. Hey, Killian. <laughs> still have that ring on you? Uh, I looked out at my hand that's wearing the ring. All right. Can I, can I see that? Give us the ring, Boromir. <laughs> <laughs> Such a small thing. <laughs> Cause so much trouble. Um, sure. Uh, Killian takes off the ring and kind of flicks it over to Xanner. All right. That much of a thought. Uh, Xana really wants to put it on, doesn't, doesn't put it on at the moment. <laughs> um, but I do want to start reading its aura. All right. You cast your read aura cantrip on it, and there is no magic at all within this ring anymore. There used <laughs> to be. There is no longer any. Well, uh, thanks. I uh, just give it back. Kill him. Kill him. Still has some worth. All right. I mean, I mean, what's it made out of? 
uh, worm intestines? No, it is made of <laughs> solid platinum. Uh, yeah, it's worth a, a, a handful of silver. Yeah. Okay. Good. Idrisol is kind of looking over the battlefield and looking over. Does anyone notice that there's another barn we haven't gone to yet? There's like a third farm over there. Okay. Maybe we should go over there and see if there's another goblin. <laughs> another gnome and a worm. <clears throat> check if they're all right. Or we could go check out where the gnome came from, see if there's any more. Any campsite or anything? I would think a campsite, yeah. 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 We should probably find the rest of this family as well. Yeah. Within mm. the ground. So we head west. Let's go west. Down the hill where Vargalos came running from? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, you head that direction. You're trying to find some sort of camp, you say? Yeah. Campsite, something. Uh, is looking at the ground to try to follow their tracks. All right. Make uh, a survival roll, Idrisil. And that is also... Killian doing Killian's that. Goal. Yeah, let's get well, the plus seven in there. <laughs> Ooh, that'll be a uh, 21. All right. Before you can contribute, Killian, uh, Idrisil has found the tracks of Vargalos, who made no effort to cover them, and you're able to follow them down the grassy hill, down into some thin woods. You follow the tracks, and you guys go and go. You, I can't imagine having to go too far. He had mm -hmm. no supplies or anything on him. And you go about maybe 40 minutes of hiking out west, and I believe all five of you are with mm -hmm. them. Yep. Mm -hmm. And you go about 45 minutes out west, and you come across a small camp just as hoped for. It is a fire pit that's out. It's got that little wooden tri-teepee thing with a, a, a kettle uh, hanging off of it, little uh, bedroll, that kind of stuff. Just a small little spot for... Um, for Vargalos. Is there any loot or anything like in, in the tent or? Yeah, there's no the tent, value? but you start looking around, you see next to the bedroll, there is a small little box and a little scroll case next to it as well. Jix would uh, like yeah, to I pointed out to Jix out. and. All right. Yeah. What are you checking out, Jix? Uh, let's start with the box. All right, you grab the box. You have, it's a small little box uh, that's almost like a jewelry box type thing. You want to open up that sucker? Yes. Make a reflex saving. You're fine. Um, <laughs> uh, inside, you see a silvery potion. You see a uh, uh, an ornate brooch. And you see eight gold pieces inside this box. Nice. If he gets a chance, Xander wants to check out the scroll case. You snatch up the scroll case. Two pieces of paper are within this uh, scroll case, cheap paper. And uh, you also see that there's a quill and some ink lying in the dirt as well. It's a, not a very uh, well-kept camp at all. And some crappy uh, old rations are here. Uh, the two pieces of paper, one is a crude drawing of a a hill-like shape with three houses on it with X marks across all three houses. And then drawn over the middle house is a uh, silly looking tower type thing. And scrawled next to it is need stone. That's on the page with the houses and the tower. Yep. Those gold pieces are shiny there, Jix. Well, mm. What does the uh, scroll say, Zana? Uh, so I see... A, 
He's got very poor pensmanship. For a gnome, I'm just going to say out loud right now, we can write pretty well. And this guy didn't. He didn't do a very good job. I could have done this better. I'm just going to point that out. Two, there is a picture of three houses here. You can see these. They've got X marks over each one. I assume these are the farms that we were just looking at. There's also a tower on here and a quote that says, need stone. Does the handwriting match the one on the Wheeler's farm that said, like, you'll be dead, stupids? Does it, is, does it seem like it was probably Vargalos writing all these letters? It does indeed. Okay. And as you say that, the second piece of paper that was behind the first Xanner falls to the ground, and you see that there is the map also that was in that scroll case. Aha. Uh -huh. And this... It is a crude, simple drawn map in the same horrible handwriting and drawing style as the previous one. And it has a little tower drawn that matches the larger drawing on the original page in the middle of the map. And then off to the Northwest are three faces, uh, smiley face, you know, like sad face, scared face uh, that are right next to each other, like little symbols. And uh, next to those faces it are the words gear treasure here. And that's kind of to the northwest upper left side of that page. On the southeast side is a small little house picture that says swamp witch next to it. And written underneath that in this crude handwriting is nose potion formulas to keep stupids away. And then not on any location, but just tucked away at the bottom left-hand corner, barely on this map, it reads the broken slaver. And barely legible is, he'll give me all the wretched slaves I need for the gear piece. And that is what you see on these documents. The rest of the camp has no additional value to you. Oh, and you can see there's partially collapsed uh, holes in the ground here or there for where the creature was able to go into the ground and that kind of stuff. That's one gold for each of us, one gold for Karahel, <clears throat> and then two, and then two extra gold for whoever. Yeah. Hmm? For food. Yeah. Uh, Jix reluctantly hands out one gold <laughs> to each of his friends. Friends, all right. Not, so not one for Carahel. And Gilead holds out a second hand for Carahel. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it to her personally. Thank you, Jix. So, what do we think about this map? of the tower we should go back to uh the farms the farms and let them know we took care of yeah and check the and third try to find the bodies of that little girl's parents yeah we never did get done actually burying the girl either true so. all right you guys head back to the farms of bottom hill you go to the third farm there are people that are there they're very scared they are um, from the uh, Roots farm. Uh, you reassure them of what's happened, that the wheelers you've sent to Edlin home, that you believe the threat is gone, and um, you uh, they were about ready to leave town. Do you want them to leave as well? Was that your recommendation? 
Um, I think now that the threat has been handled, there's no need for them to leave. Okay. Maybe we should send them. I pulled Killian aside for this conversation. Maybe we should send them with word that we've taken care of this threat, but there could be many others. And further inspect the house. Or send one of them. I don't know if it's, is it a family? Is it a... It's a, it's a lady and two older boys. Okay. Maybe send one of the boys or the woman and, the, and a boy or all of them. Send them together. All right. And where are you telling uh, them? I just want to send them, uh, I want to advise Killian to kind of negotiate with them to send them back to Edlin home to give word to the mayor and to just everyone that we've taken care of Vargalos. Oh, okay. Um, just kind of update them on the situation, but there could, we're still investigating, could still be some threats. And we may or may not return soonish. All right. They Smart. were, had things packed and ready to go in a wagon. So yeah, they just can head out very quickly. You guys <clears> then <throat> said you want to spend some time recovering bodies in the central area. I'll go back to um, the middle, the, the Wheeler the farm and go back down and see if I can see any more bodies. I'll go back down. Okay. In the... I'm going to take a tooth from the uh, <laughs> shitness creature as a trophy. You can. I'm going to do that. All right. It has no teeth. It has nasty, horrific mandible chunks. Man, I'm going to take one of those. All right. Gross. And uh, you, Iggy, are able to recover m- most of Ooh, the bodies, yeah. I hate to say. You guys bring them up and give them a proper burial up up top when on the surface. say most of the bodies, do you mean most of the pieces of each body or most yeah. of the cumulative bodies? The... A, an average amount of the family has been recovered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to sum it all up. Um, you give the mound uh, some respectful Some of its parts. <laughs> uh, however, that eats up the rest of the day, and you guys need to relax and rest, yes, some do. of you for sure. Oh, yes. Back to the rocking chair. Uh, where are you guys chilling out? Why don't we stay there at the Wheelers? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone gonna clean up that kitchen mess at all that was left there from last time? Yeah. Killian's uh, looking at Xanner right now, and Jix, and then Xanner, and then Jix. (laughs) 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 I reach over and reluctantly grab the rag, right where it's supposed to be, like normal. All right. Just like home. Um, you guys clean up a bit. You guys relax. You camp there for the night, taking some watches per usual. You have no encounters that night. All is calm on Bottom Hill. You wake up the next day refreshed. Those of you who are wounded, we do wounded a little differently with a house rule here. You lose one level of wounded uh, at the end of each rest. So Killian, you're fresh and uh, Iggy, I still think you have wounded one. Correct. So watch out. What would you guys like to do? It is a new morning in every sense of the way at Bottom Hill. You guys are there. There are some weird corpses out in the back of the Wheeler house and a lot of carnage and your own blood out there. Uh, and every farmer on this hill is gone. And <laughs> what do you want to do? Let's build a tower. <laughs> <laughs> Just need some stone. Wait, where the Wheelers, uh, they left? They're not there anymore? You sent them on their way to Endl- Edlin home. With a natural 20 they, on diplomacy, they, I believe. It's more like they ran yeah, away. Mm. After we killed one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Brought him back to life. What's your plan? Just to avoid the smell, the first thing I'll do is go out there and do my part to to put everything into the hole as much as possible. So okay. The charred up gnome, the worm itself, and just kind of cover that up. 
All right. Uh, can you just overall make an athletics roll for me? Sure, I just, got a lot of that. I can, just for giggles. I'm a gnome. So athletics is easy. It. That's a that's a natural twenty. Oh wow! Which makes training it a total montage. <laughs> total doesn't matter. Total of twenty. Total, yeah. Natural twenty is natural twenty. You got it. Uh, before you guys are even up, you have gotten everything. Somehow, this giant beast of a monster, all its sections, this charred brick of Vargalos in there, all the wings of the homunculus in there. You've got things shoveled in. You've got it padded down. It looks almost pristine out there. Just from breezing over the holes. <laughs> you guys wake up. He's vacuuming the grass. Uh, yeah, you have it fantastically cleaned up, and it looks a lot less horrific out there. Until they plow. <laughs> um, Fertilizer, baby. Is there anything I can do to try and repair my armor? Uh, you would need some armor repair type location, okay. like a, a um, leather worker, particularly. Okay. Jix wants to have taken some time to in, try and figure out what the silvery potion he found was. Okay. You can make a roll, make an arcana roll. Okay. Um, 23. 23. You are able to identify this as a, an oil of potency. This is a potion that you apply to a weapon and it replicates the effect of what Killian put on uh, Iggy's weapon. It turns into a, any weapon into a plus one weapon and gives you an ad, ad, essentially double damage, an additional damage die. Uh, but it only lasts for one battle and it takes, uh, I think, two or three actions to apply. So you kind of have to know when it's going to happen. Uh, but yeah, okay. you now have that at your disposal. And can I take a look at the brooch and try and figure that puppy out? You sure can. Pass this one down there. Uh, the brooch is an arcana roll, please. 15. 15. Uh, with a 15, you are able to... Also identify that this is a brooch of shielding. The brooch of shielding provides you no armor protection of any kind. It mm. provides you with... False advertising. Uh, yeah, it provides you with no hit points, but what it does is it absorbs the magic missile spells. Magic missile spells aren't always completely automatic hits all right. the time. This one absorbs the missiles. This one has been used a little bit and can absorb a total of 26 magic missiles. Wow. Uh, and uh, yeah, so if there's any, any anyone attacked with magic missiles, make the wearer of this the target. Who gets to wear that? The wearer, so they, I haven't done a lot of it, but I will tell you. Magic user on against magic user, I would think. I use magic too. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so I guess we'll hand that over to Xanner, I suppose. Okay. All right. You guys have a fresh day. What's your plan? Uh, I mean, coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get some before Jix gets to it. Uh, Jix is going to... You mowed the lawn and got the coffee? Wow. <laughs> Jix is going to uh, do a little foraging uh, in the morning. Okay. And make some potions. All right. Cut some reagents. He's brewing interesting caustic beverages. Interesting. is just looking over his character arc, you know, <laughs> memorizing his background. <laughs> um, I actually 
the the first map that had the crossed out houses yes. also had a tower on it. Is uh -huh. that right? Yes. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna superimposed over the middle farm. Super, so, like, so it's just like a little arc of a hill with a house, 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 X across each house, and then on with the middle ones, this weird little tower drawing. Okay. So, like those papers in Iron Man, it's like one layer, and then he puts a paper on top of it, right. and you can see the tower, and then another one, it's an even bigger tower. You realize it's an arc reactor. He's like, well, this gnome is a very talented artist. We shouldn't have killed him. Based on, on where I'm lining things up, I'm, I'm going to try to kind of like point out where I think the other parts of the map are. So right, Swamp Witch in this direction and-, and Okay, that's the mm. whole second map. That's a different map. Right. Okay. But the second map has a tower on it, it as does. well, right? Yes. So I, I'm I'm gonna okay. kind of put the two that are matched up. So, so if anyone's asking, what I'm guessing is he wanted <laughs> to build the tower here. This is why he was trying to get everyone off the farm. He wanted everyone here for the tower. I don't know why this is special to him, but if I look at the second map, I will say that the tower is central to these other things that he wanted for slaves, probably for helping build the tower, different potions to keep stupids away. That would be chicks. And, <laughs> and uh, the gear and treasure here. Now, if I line it up appropriately, which I don't know if I am, but I'm going to try, that would mean that if we needed more armor or gear, we would go that way. Iggy, if you need help with new armor, it might be in that direction. I don't know if that's farther from Medlin Home. We've got a pretty good blacksmith there. It is farther from Medlin. That'd be Northwest, yeah. I'm all right. My tits are hanging out, but I'm all right. <laughs> it's a wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> By the way, as you guys are doing this, CC, uh, Jix has just come out from the back area making all those little potions, and he's half dug out that homunculus and made a bit of a mess of your nice area in the back. <laughs> That was just... Sorry, Janner. There were some good bits there. <laughs> I should have asked. What did that do to your hit points uh, with the armor? I mean, I'm sorry, your, your, your AC, armor class? Minus two. Eight. That's pretty significant with it this is. system. You want to go to... Um, Can we go back to Edlin home? Yeah, perhaps we should go back to Edlin home, repair. Well, that would depend. I think that depends on what we want to do. So if we want to head back towards, I would say, the Swamp Witch, go southeast, we could certainly go back to Edlin home first. I think the Swamp Witch is going to be... I think she's someone he wanted to stay away from. Vargalos. I don't... I think he wrote that on there so that he would know, let's go to the gear treasure northwest. I think that's where he wanted to go have a centralized tower, stay away from the Swamp Witch, she could be an ally. Yeah, I would say the Swamp Witch would definitely be an ally of Vargalos. Now she's a witch, I wouldn't trust her immediately, but I would trust her with us over with him. I think we could, I think I our, mean, our odds fare a bit better than his would. Hmm. Um, I think just by the nature of being a Swamp Witch, I would guess that she's probably not gonna be super friendly to to, you know, hero adventure. But look, there's breadcrumbs on the ground. <laughs> look. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, that would be my guess is that we're probably going to have to dispose of said Swamp Witch at some point in time. Maybe the... But I would say definitely the gear would be kind of the pri... We would take the gear first, but we still have Wounded Condition 1. And the armorless Iggy. Yes. Was there an object in... The on the map was there a? Uh, did he have any specific object on there, or was it just the tower itself? Was there any like X 
Well, here, look. For like the basement you, or you anything? You can see that there's yeah. the three houses with the X over each one. And then Ooh, over okay, the top okay. of that, it looks like he's putting the tower here. Okay. It was but the, why uh, here? What's so special about Bottom Hill? Well, the houses are on the top of the hill, so there's a conundrum happening here that it could be a grammar mistake. It could just be, I think it's uh, a bit more serious than that. So, oh, it's a farm of irony. It's a <laughs> farm of irony is the name of the episode. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> um, let's first, let's go into the center house and let's inspect that. One more time. Oh, I thought we were in the... No, you're at the Wheeler house. We were in the Wheeler's house, yeah. I thought the Malin's house was the... Malin was the the one that was all torn up in the middle. Yep. Oh. So we have to go... Let's go to the Malin's house. Check that one more time. With it, now that we've got no disturbance, we can check that tunnel thoroughly if we'd like. I already did. I went down there and got the bodies. Got bodies out. Mm, I just feel like there's something in there that we might have missed. I don't know what it could be. Well, there could be a clue in there. Maybe check that one more time real quick, and then back to Edlin home to get Aggie some help. Get everyone some help. Well, we probably won't find anything, but I'll be happy to look for any magic. Okay, so yeah. you're heading back yeah. to the middle house, and you're casting Detect Magic constantly as yes. you go through. Yeah. Uh, I just keep picturing this gnome sorcerer just going, Very much the way I would do it. Whether I do it by myself, I will probably make this to let you know I'm being important. All right, you guys spend a good hour of the morning there, and you have, Idrisil in particular, you may make a perception roll, please. Uh, that'll be a 15. 15. You spend a good time searching around, and you are confident there is nothing out of the ordinary or of interest to find here. And Xanar, you back that up with no magic detected. No, 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 nothing. Well, it was worth a shot. Sure. An hour of my life I'll never have back. But... Let's... <laughs> That's what I think about your prayers. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> so back to Edlin home. Heading back to okay. Edlin. Let us pray first. Question. One further question. <laughs> Are there any carriages at and horses remaining at either of these houses, or did the families all take uh their like horse and carriage. Uh, there are no, there are cows you can commandeer. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fine. That's up to you. <laughs> That's up to you. That's, That's okay. Hey, Defenders, it's me, Xanner. We need your help. Check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash ingloriousbards to toss some gold our way. Now, watch me totally save the day with this spell. Uh, okay, you guys okay. head uh, back to Edlin home. Uh, you make your way. It's about just a six-hour hike back, uh, about two hours uh, southeast until you hit the main road that heads towards Edlin home. You are only about an hour out from Bottom Hill going over these uh, grassy, gentle, sloping hills. When you hear something uh, out of the ordinary up ahead, who's in the lead of your group and your fellowship-like line of travel? Uh, um, would it be the person with the highest survival? It's up to you. Uh, I was going to say you and me are t- standing That's together. Uh, Iggy thing. is behind me only because of his armor right now. 
Um, but Iggy is, as always, ready for whatever. All right, Idrisil and Killian, you two hear a cry of alarm up ahead of a human voice yelling, help, help. And up ahead over a gentle rolling hill, uh, you can see a wide mouthed horse running your way riderless. <laughs> and it's galloping and galloping and galloping. Run! <laughs> it's about 300 feet and it's coming in your general direction. The you apocalypse see, is nine! You see no person at all. Uh, is it basically running like kind of straight towards us? In your general direction because you're on kind of this little really thin beaten path. Okay, Killing will try to intercept Okay. You try and intercept the horse. You try and get in the way. I need you to make a survival roll to try and calm the beast down as it comes up. Uh, 16. 16. The horse comes up. It looks at you. It glares <laughs> at you. You hold out a hand and it sniffs at your hand a bit and it lets you pet it. Excellent. I will jump on the horse. You climb onto the horse. Idrisil, you are not too far away from him and you continue to hear, help! And, and over the hill. Galloping towards you Danger. see a you see a man running. He is a shirtless man with no shoes on and just some cotton trousers running like mad towards you down this little path that you're on. Uh, I see the horse run past me. I see Killian uh, getting a handle on it, and I just run towards uh, the screaming man. Okay, I do as well. All right, I, I, Ignil does as well. And Killian, you're galloping where? <laughs> um. I guess past him? So past the guy. Yeah. All right. Bold Killian <laughs> riding on the horse like Fabio with hair flowing <laughs> in the wind. You gallop across the grass. You come racing towards this guy. He's trying to flag you down, flailing his arms in the air, and you're going to just go right past him. Thanks <laughs> <laughs> for the no, horse. Oh, <laughs> I guess not. Okay. You come Did you mean past me? That, well, no, I would originally meant to like go see what was going on, but I guess since I'm being flagged down, I will stop. Okay. So you've left the group behind. You're next to this guy. You come to a stop. He says, "Oh, thanks for thanks for finding my horse." What is the trouble? There's there's this, there's this giant pig coming right behind me. Pig? Yeah. Your friends are slowly catching up to you and the guy. Killian, what's going on? What you, does he want? Idrisil, as you catch up, you see about 300 feet away is a big fat boar with two big tusks galloping slowly all of Monty Python as they <laughs> runs at the castle. It's <laughs> just, another worm! <laughs> just coming slowly towards the area. Mm. That's it right there! Iggy, batter up! And I uh, draw my sword. Okay. I draw my sword as well. You draw your sword. All right. It is here. It's 240 <laughs> feet away. <laughs> Just sitting there. Uh, did, I say, did I say sword? You I'm said sorry. I meant bow. Bow. I'm so sorry. You have your bow I draw out. my bow out. All right. Hopefully it doesn't cost me a turn. No. Would you like <laughs> to do anything with that bow? I am going to immediately hunt prey on this thing. Okay. And I'm going to go for a high accuracy and try not to kill it while I shoot it. You're going to shoot it right now? I'm going to shoot the boar. All right. It's pretty far. You are at a minus four due to the range. 15? A total of 15? Uh, Well, we play, I guess 18. Plus 18. Three. Yeah. Uh, you shoot. Your arrow goes flying through the air. And honestly, I don't know. <laughs> Let me check. It is. What's the AC on a wild pig? Let's check it out. We're about to find out. I'm going to guess 18 or lower. <laughs> 
14. Uh, what was your hit? Is it 18 to hit? 18. Shoop, you hit it with an armor class of 18. Five damage. Five damage. You hit the creature. It stumbles a bit and continues charging. This is a boar. You have another shot if you'd like I'm gonna to. I'm going to take it. it. Okay. Ooh, that's uh, with a plus one. That'll be a 20. 20 is another hit. What's your damage? Three damage. Three damage. Eight total damage. There's another arrow sticking out of it. It continues its charge and it runs full speed and it is pretty quick, I believe. Yeah, it covers 120 feet. It is now just 100 feet away racing. Uh, What would you guys like to do? Killian, in an insanely inspired uh, moment, will, with his spear, use it as a lance and... Charging You're boy. charging at the baddest. <laughs> All right. On the guy's yeah. horse. Next the horse. Racing right at it. The boar is charging right at you. Killian, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, go ahead and make a spear attack if you'd like. Okay. Mm-hmm. Eight. Eight. <laughs> oh, no. You charge, you dig your spear in, it comes up short, hits the ground, the spear is yanked out of your hand and just stuck in the earth. Your horse goes galloping past, the boar gets an attack at your mount, uh, misses, and the two of you just pass right by, <laughs> completely ineffectual. Just keep on going. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to Edlin home. <laughs> and the rest of you uh, who are still remaining, ha- are this creature's about 40 feet away. Okay, the shirtless gonna... guy is backing behind you. <laughs> Get it, someone do something! I'm going to sudden charge it. Jix, by the way, um, you see the guy has a uh, pouch, a big fat pouch around his side, and the pouch is squirming. That's a weird look. Um, how oh. how far how far away is Jix from this gentleman? Oh, you're right next to him. How you're preoccupied with, is this gentleman this. watching the jousting tournament? Oh, he's completely not paying attention. Jix is going to try to uh, grab whatever's in the bag. Steal the pouch? You're going to steal the pouch or reach inside and pull out stuff out reach of the bag? Inside and pull oh, God. Out. Okay. <laughs> He's awesome. <laughs> All right. Make a thievery roll, please. 21. 21. You reach in, and he is completely unaware as you pull out a snake in your hands, and that snake bites at you. Make a reflex saving throw, please. <laughs> oh, this is sweet. <laughs> Uh, 15. 15, you take one point of damage from the snake. It is not poisonous. And yeah, you've got your trophy of this Venomous. snake. Venomous, yes. And you, you let go of it too in pain. It's just still just hanging on a bit onto your goblin hand. The guy turns around. What are you doing? I got your snake. No, give me Curly back. What? Curly? And he grabs it back and pushes it back in where you see there's a second snake in the pouch as well. What's the name of the second snake? Um, that's Lulu. <laughs> Why, why do you have two snakes in your pouch? Why are you grabbing my snakes? I was curious. <laughs> oh, by the way, there's a boar. Iggy, you were doing something. Uh, sudden charge, curious. so I'm going to run at it 40 feet and attack. So you're jousting essentially with the boar as well. Okay. Sort of. You yeah. charge right at it. Go for it. We call it sherpin curious. Uh, 22. <laughs> That's a hit. Eight points of damage. Is a big hit. You slice it and you have one more action left. I'll swing again. Okay. Got a hit. Is that your first hit? No, that's your second hit <laughs> of the night. Oh, nice. Uh, and a total of 20. Is a good hit. 
Uh, 14 points of damage. 14 points of damage. You charge at this beast. You slice it. It squeals. You spin around and you cut it down. It is dead. The guy just breathing heavily. Make sure his snakes are sufficiently detained. Oh, thank you so much. What was the pig's name? <laughs> How should I know? It was what'd Larry. You, what'd you do to this pig to piss it off? I don't know. I was, it was founded in my camp this morning and it started attacking. Barely got out of there with my life. Where's that guy going with my horse? And then who? We just see a dust trail. In the- <laughs> I uh, go over to the boar, give it a final stick, and take the tusks. And, and I, I skin it and take the hide. Okay. All uh, right. Jix Hopefully wants for a piece some of uh, armor usage later. All right. Maybe. Make a survival roll of just 12 or higher, and you got a little bonus. Jix wants to take some hair off the tail. Oh, oh my God. In, what the hell is this group stuff doing? In this pouch uh, right nope. here. Okay. You've got some chunks. It's weird strips, and you're not um, sure what to do with it. Okay. Kill him. <laughs> Uh, strip it down for uh, steaks, basically. Boar, boar steaks. You were working yeah, so far away. Where are you? <laughs> yeah, you're halfway to Edmund Home. Oh, yeah. I've I, come uh, back by now. All right, Killian's come back. You pull your spear out of the ground. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the guy says, I, I, I can't thank you mu- uh, enough. Thank you so much. What's your name, sir? Uh, my name's Harleo. Harleo, I'm Ignal. I'm Idrisil. You're pretty uh, handy with that sword. Sometimes. You can uh, get down now. I was about to say, my name's Idrisil, and Killian, give him his horse back, yeah? Oh, yeah, of course. What are you, what are you doing out here, sir? What's um, your horse's name? Uh, what? Why would you ask the name? His horse's name is Curly, <laughs> the pig's name was Mo, the and that's where. name is Curly. No, 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 no. Detecting magic, you would detect no magic. Just out of the ordinary, ordinary. Just checking. So, so what do you do with your snakes there, Hurlio? They're my pets. Is that what? another one in your pocket, or are you just happy to see us? Yeah, I've never heard that one before. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to find my way to Edlin home. Can you point me in the right way? I've I found Shepherd's Dell, and I know I've gone way too far. We're heading that way. Why don't you come with us? Great. He gets supplies out of his saddlebags, gets things up, um, and he puts some shoes on, but does not put a shirt on. Just does not. No need. It's cold. How old is this guy? Uh, he's middle aged, forty five, forty. And it's it's. You said it's cold out. Oh yeah. But he's not wearing a shirt. No, just got this barrel chested, hairy goodness going on. Is he nipply? Oh yeah. Okay. I take some All of the. Three. I take some of the <laughs> boar hide and I throw it. I'm here. Cover yourself up. It's a bit cold out here. Yeah. That's gross. It's not been. It's also gonna be my fucking armor. I brushed it off. I wave it out like a carpet. Snap it everywhere. Don't throw that stuff at me. What do you? uh, What what do you? What do you do? What's your? What's your business? My business is. uh, I'm just looking for some company with a friend I've met in town. Trader. Oh, who? We're we're from Midland Home. Who, who's your friend? Uh, Mo Larry. Mo Larry. <laughs> and your your snake's name is Curly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, who has been at Endland Home the longest? Probably uh, one of us. I would say me. You. I'm, I'm the oldest. All so. right. <laughs> All right. Go ahead and I make a society roll. You said society. 
That's a 12? 12. You do recognize the name of Larry. It is a uh, widow who lives in town. <laughs> oh, you know Mrs. Molari. Uh, yeah, I, my, uh, her cousin I met, and uh, I'm hoping to find some place to stay and get a piece. I'm going to get a piece of that. <laughs> he, he looks down at the ground. <laughs> I, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean. Trust us, man. You come with us, we'll get you to Mola. He means something strange. <laughs> <laughs> I assure you, I have no idea. Well, now, certainly. Now I think I want a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's certainly a good day for porking. <laughs> <laughs> Keep hamming it up, Alistair. Uh, oh, my God. You got some sausage. <laughs> 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 Okay. All right. You uh, take him to his camp, which is on the way. He packs up the rest of his stuff, and you guys are able to head on towards Edlin home. It is the later that night, and you guys are back in Edlin home. You are gathered at the tavern in town that Xanner's family owns, the Ember Lantern. You have dropped off your new friend, Harleo. You have uh, reached out and connected a bit with some of the locals. You've been relaxing for a bit, gotten some warm food in you and some drinks. And the door opens and in comes uh, Voldus the mayor. He's also the blacksmith in town and a bit of an armorer. And he brings in your armor, uh, Iggy. Well, here I've got your uh, armor, Ignal. It's a little bit of a work. It wasn't too much trouble. With parts and labor, it's about six silver, but you can uh, you can call this one for free. You uh, you lads did good work out there. That's very generous. Thank you very much. It's can a- I can I buy you a drink? Oh uh, yes. What, what what will you have? I'll have a I'll have a beer. Okay. I uh, spoke with the wheelers and. Uh, they understand what you've done and the situation and the Root family as well. Both farmer families know what's happened. They're going to be staying here in town for a couple of days before heading up together back and finding out what's left for them at Bottom Hill. Yeah, we're not sure if it's safe to go back yet, so it's wise of you to keep them here. Well, it was great for you all to do what you did. Sounded like uh, it was something much simpler or I wouldn't have sent you. It is... Well, uh, I'm sorry. Do you think we couldn't have uh, taken care of something more complicated? Uh, that's not what I mean, uh, friend uh, Goblin. And who might you be? I'm Jex. How do you know these people? He's a friend of mine from, from we go way back. Well, then you're a friend of mine. He pats you brusquely on the shoulder. And you're no friend. You're a friend of mine, too. Good. Well, you're certainly welcome here, heroes. Heroes, all of you, I say. Let's give three cheers for the heroes of Edlin home. There's, there's no one else in the place but you guys. <laughs> no one else. Except a drunk, sleepy guy in the corner. Right. All part of Carahill's plan. Uh, what do you guys want to do? Voldus, did the wheelers mention anything about... Yes, your bravery with the bow. <laughs> mentioned something about some sort of kitchen snafu. <laughs> I wasn't quite sure of the details. Oh, there's nothing important there. Oh, okay. we, just, we, we had trouble getting them out of the house. They were adamant about staying. 
What's your plan next, so boys? We may or may not have killed one of the other. Should we tell him about the map that we have? I was about Shh. to pull uh, Xanar aside and ask him that very same question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, very good at being stealthy in front of people. Yeah. <laughs> we, 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 we could mention the Swamp Witch and see if he knows anything. Yeah, yeah, let's uh, maybe... We hear tell of... Or ask him about the gear and armor to mm, the north. Must keep the treasure to ourselves. Yeah. Oh. Let's stick with the Swamp Witch. That would be my suggestion. Yeah. Foldus, here's your beer. Also, I have a question for you. Yes. I'll pull out the map. Do you know who the Swamp Witch is? Oh, I just showed him the map. <laughs> It's got the notes on it. <laughs> he takes this map. It's awesome. Uh, I don't know of a swamp witch, but I have heard some tales of a witch uh, out around town. Um, didn't think it was anywhere near here, though. I heard a story about a, a witch that was trying to take away lonely travelers. I've heard one, a witch that would catch young children out past dark. Uh, that rumor's been going around for the last year or so. Was it witch or jix? <laughs> witch. <laughs> different persona from a different season. Uh, that's that's all I've heard of it, but uh, yeah, why? Where did you get this map from? It's it's something we found. It was while we were. It doesn't matter. I'll just take that back. He hands it back. It came from the gnome. Son of a. He already see. He already saw the map. Anyways, <laughs> we got a couple things we're gonna look at. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna check out just to to make sure the area around Edland Home is uh, safe and sound. Well, I'll certainly pass along word of your exploits. You've you've done the Bottom Hill and Edland Home proud. Thank you, sir. What will happen with the Malin farm? I will figure out what kind of next of kin they may have. I'll talk to the wheelers and the roots once they're more situated and we'll figure out what happens to the farm. Perhaps we could keep that part of uh, the country under the protection of Edlin home for a while. I think we just did. I think they'd be happy to hear that. <laughs> Stone of control is extended one hex. <laughs> next time. <laughs> <clears throat> well, to you, and he drinks heavily, slams his tanker down, and heads out. So are we going to head out tomorrow? Yeah. Okay. Yeah? Don't tell my dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if Portner knows I came back into town without talking to him, he's going to be really pissed at me. We were never here. <laughs> <laughs> you guys going to rest for the night? I want to go talk to, I want to go to uh, Queenly's mm. Pottery and Medicine. Okay. You go to her place um, and you uh, knock upon the door. What is it? We're closed. Or when do you open again? It's Ignal from the the Thankful Lodge. Hold on. Let me put something on respectable. And you hear something get knocked over, something break, and then a lock. What time of day is it? It's nighttime. You guys. Oh, oh, I thought it was in the middle of the day. She, uh, she opens up the door. 
She has some <laughs> very thin robe just clutched uh, around her. This is uh, Queen Lee's shop. It is known primarily for her being able to do some medicine. She's like the town surgeon, if yeah. you will. Uh, but she also has a whole bunch of pottery and she tries to sell that at the same time. So come in, come in. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to to, to call so late. I just uh, Mr. Heavybringer, you can come in anytime. Oh, it's never too late. Very good. She closes the door and locks it. Uh, so what <laughs> oh, brings man. you here? In the robe. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> oh, don't mind Lloyd. And there's a cat purring at you. Oh, uh, Lloyd, he's my favorite little kitty. Um. And I give the cat a couple scratches. All right. I was hoping to another cat comes up and tries to get scratches. <laughs> to get scratches oh, from you that gotta cat. give Charles the scratches yeah. too. Uh, I was hoping to get a couple healing potions from you. Oh, I think I might have some. She goes into the back, picks up a third cat out, uh, and puts it on a table. Uh, let's see. I do have some potions. I have. Uh, some uh, elixir of life I could sell. I have a few of those at four gold pieces each. What do those do? Those heal uh, a body in an emergency, and I even have a much more powerful one for only 50 gold. Can I get Can I get two of the, the regular ones? I'm a, I'm a little light to, to... I'll come back, though, and buy that... Uh... The nice one. I also have one that can help with disease and another that can help with poison. Ooh. Also four gold if you're interested. How about I'll take one, uh, I'll just, uh, just take two, two of the potion, the healing potions. Of please. course. She gets you the potion. She puts them into a small little sack. She has to take a fourth cat and push it out of the way. Oh, little Spatch likes to get into all sorts of things. Do... Do you, do you like to get into all sorts of little things? <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. What are you talking about? Uh, I don't know. Is there is there anything else you'd like in the store? Uh, well, Perhaps I'd... you'd like to get into one of my pots over here? Wow. <laughs> I don't think I'll fit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, no, you could, you could buy, I'll throw in, I'll throw in a, I'll throw in one, one of these, uh, um, wonderful little uh, flower pots just for free. Oh, okay. Very good. For you. Thank you so much, Queenly. Well, I'll let you get back to it. It's late. And, oh, it's uh, not that late. I gotta, I gotta <laughs> get up uh, right, right at first light. Oh, do you? I do. Well, don't... I don't have any time for fun right now. Maybe later though. Another oh, time. All right. Don't let Boops out. She points to the fifth cat that's waiting by the door. Boops. Boops, my second favorite. <laughs> and Boops. she opens up the door and lightly touches your shoulder on the way out. Okay. Oh, it's cold outside, it, isn't it? It is. Ooh. You better you better get the door shut. You oh, don't want Boops right. to get out. Have a good night. You too. She slowly closes the door. Yeah. You've seen one Boops, you've seen them both. <laughs> <laughs> really All right, you true. have a couple of potions. I do. And a small, very small little flower vase. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna steal a flower on my way back. Okay. I pass Iggy as he's walking back towards the uh, Thankful Lodge, and I, hey, I'm just going over to Queenlee's. What you up to? <laughs> <laughs> just taking a little stroll. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have a great night. You too, sir. <laughs> knock, knock, Say knock. Say hello to the <laughs> cats for me. I love cats, especially boops. <laughs> uh, you knock on her door? 
Oh, Queenie! Uh, who is it? It's Idrisil. Idrisil the elf. That's right. We're close. Delicious <laughs> <laughs> tag. The lights go off. Idrisil <laughs> <laughs> frowns and walks away. All right. Uh, those elixirs of life. Can you tell me a story about them? Uh, once upon a time. Yes. The elixirs of life. Uh, jeez. Will me to tell stories. Jix could yeah. tell you all about those. Um, they accelerate the body's natural healing process and immune system. Upon drinking this elixir, you regain the listed number of hit points, uh, which is 1d6. You gain 1d6 hit points. Um, and gain an item bonus to saving throws against diseases and poisons for 10 minutes, which is plus one. So plus one bonus to diseases and poisons for 10 minutes. You have two of those. Pretty swanky. Are you guys resting for the night? Anything else you want to do? Okay, you guys rest. It is morning time. You have gotten rid of your wounded level than uh, Iggy. Mm -hmm. You guys meet up. And where are you headed? I don't know where you're going. Are we going to the Swamp Witch? No. No, the gear. Where are we going? I think Which I am not 100% convinced isn't going to be like a clock gear. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I was kind of feeling that a little bit too, because yeah. he was talking about the slaves that help with the gear, right? That was in the notes. Right. Yeah, wretched slaves for all that I need for the gear piece. We'll so, uh, yeah. Do you guys want to go to the gear? Yeah. What was the yeah. stone that he needs? He needs stones, stones for the tower. to build this tower. tower. I don't think he's building a magical tower of some sort. I mean, that might have something to do with why he needs the gears, but. Mm, it just seems look to be at you guys steps. tying all that in together. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we're way wrong, but. <laughs> I just thought since it said stone singular, that maybe it's like a magical stone. But if it's just rocks, then who cares? Well, he wants the ring, right? The ring doesn't have magic in it anymore. But... I think everybody wants the ring. That's the whole plot of those movies, isn't <laughs> it? <laughs> 13 hours of my life. I'll never get back. So, yeah, to, to the... Uh... The gear treasure, right? I was trying to try and follow the rough location of the map to the <laughs> mm -hmm. northwest. Xanner, you leave. Now I'm questioning that. Now, now, now I'm thinking we should go go talk to the Swamp Witch. I, I completely believe that you're questioning us the entire time that we're walking. <laughs> I don't know if this is the right way. I listened to Kara Helen. She didn't say that this is the thing I wanted to do. Uh, I, think, I think we forgot the prey. Uh, before you do, Xanner, you have not caught up with him yet. You got harassed by your father, too. He, there's work to be done. There's a new shipment coming in. I was keeping myself so quiet. I was trying to make sure that didn't happen. I know. You do a little bit of work, and then you race out the door. And as you're racing around the pond to meet your friends outside the lodge on the other side of the pond here at Edlin Home, it's a, in the cold morning. Uh, you see a young, handsome man. I'd say young, uh, an older boy. I thought I was boy. with the other party. No. <laughs> uh, a young man, handsome, with a nice haircut, with a couple of his sisters. You know him as Jepper Village. Fucking Jepper. He is, uh, he and his family are somewhat new to town, well-to-do. And he sees you across the street. And he says, hey, gnome. People eye, Jepper. Hey, uh, hey, my father's uh, throwing the best, biggest party in town not too long from now. Have you got your invitation? 
Uh, no, no, I I don't think I did. Can yeah, I... I'm pretty sure you didn't, because he's not going to give one to a gnome like you, idiot. <laughs> there are all sorts of consequences that happen to people with you and your kind of smiles, Jepper. The girls look mortified. He's Nailed still smiling. <laughs> Just, you could possibly accidentally get stabbed by an icicle when it falls sometime. It, if you did, you wouldn't know. No one would know because it would melt. And then you would be <laughs> dead with a big hole in your chest and no one knows how you died. What's he saying? Huh? Yeah, well, at least all the buttons on my trousers are done, you goofball. What the? Oh. And they walk away. <laughs> were they close enough for us to see this interaction? Uh, they were not, I'm afraid. Xander, will you want to catch that, up to your friends? Is that a or Hardy Boys thing? Or, <laughs> or launch an Columbo. assault? Is this, is this back, they are walking away from his back as turned? Yes. I wonder if Xander's having as good a morning as we are. <sighs> I make my hand glow green. <laughs> okay. On a little toss, and I stare at him, and I stare at him, and it winks out. All right. And I feel uh, just like Iggy completely demoralized yeah. me. Yeah. And you, I walk, walk towards them. It is morning outside Shit, the lodge. Jeffrey. The four of you see Xanner come up, look a little defeated as he's buttoning up his trousers. Um, yeah. Are you just getting dressed? I missed one. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens, it happens to me all the time. You don't want to let Japper see you like that. <laughs> 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 a single tear comes from. <laughs> All right. You guys head out of Edland home and make your way on this rough, crudish map, trying to follow it towards where again? What's the idea? Uh, they were going north. Swamp Witch. Northwest. North. <laughs> no. Yes. Uh, and northwest towards the uh, the face uh, symbols. Past the, the face symbols. Past bottom yeah. hill, yeah. All right. Got it. Up. You guys head out on the road. You travel <clears throat> several hours. Then you uh, head off the road and start making your way um, just not too far away from bottom hill. You can barely see it now off to the southwest. You are climbing over cold, uh, sweeping hills. The wind again blasts across them. You are traveling for, if it's to scale, it's hard to know because there's not a scale really. Uh, you, you, hopefully you're not gonna traverse the entire continent, uh, but you keep going. It is the end of the afternoon and it's starting to get dark and it's camp time. And who is leading us? Killian with the survival? Yep. I will make a survival roll for you. What is your survival? Plus seven. All right. Uh, you have plus seven. Got it. You are feeling confident, Killian, of where you need to go um, based on some really crude drawings and some little line. You think there's a little river where you might be able to identify things. Sure. Um, you think, though, it's at least another day out. Okay. Uh, and you guys set up camp. 
Oh, uh, you anything unusual for camp? Iggy, you're looking like you got something oh, on your mind. Uh, I should have asked this, but he, uh, I got my armor back and it's just back to normal. It now, is back right? to normal. Okay. It doesn't look good, yeah. but it's back to normal. Anybody want some carnitas? That's pork. <laughs> it's, 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 it's bor- <laughs> me. I don't know the elven for pork. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's not carnitas, I assure you. <laughs> <laughs> Bo-bo-bo. It's a whole Hispanic elven culture. <laughs> We're trying to be inclusive in the society. <laughs> It's pork. I should add that to my languages. That's appropriation. (laughs) (laughs) I cast appropriation. (laughs) Minus two to say. All right. Uh, You guys camp that night. You uh, have no encounter, although, Xanner, while you are doing your watch Mm. in the middle of the night, it is cold. You have your cloak pulled tight around you. You're shivering. You're listening for anything other than the wind going through the the bushes around you, you hear far off in the distance, this loud bestial squawk-like noise echoing across the hill. Uh, Based on the the sound, do I think it's close or do you think it's far? Far. Very, very far. Okay. Uh, I won't detect anything from it. Um... Did you say it's a more of a roar or a growl? He said squawk. 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 Bestial squawk. Large one. Um, squawk. Can I make a roll to see if I recognize it? Uh, yeah, I have to make the roll for you. All right. Shoot, I'm just gonna have to tell you because it's a natural one. You have no. Wow. <laughs> you start mimicking the squawk loudly. <laughs> <laughs> to try to communicate with the Shut up, we're trying to sleep. <laughs> this is exactly what I would do. This is correct. Can I do a oh nature roll to try to detect what he's doing? To see <laughs> you can make a nature roll minus two. <laughs> we're playing that so chain 15. Game. 15. <laughs> what does a gnome do when he sleeps? Squawking. What does that mean? He is making some sort of bird or reptilian sound. You can't identify mm. which. He's trying to communicate with this beast, but you're not sure if it's night terrors or what's going on. (laughs) That could be Jicks while he's napping. (laughs) It's actually just... You just see motion underneath his cloak and he's half naked. <laughs> oh dear. All right. Uh, nothing unusual other than that happens the rest of the night. It is the next day. You guys continue. Pretty unusual. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. You continue your trek. It is around noon with the sun overhead. When all of you may make a perception roll. I'm going to go minus one since I didn't get any sleep last night. (laughs) (laughs) I slept really good. 12. 21. Ooh, 20. Nine. It's a 17 with my minus one. All right. 
Killian and Xanner, you guys both kind of look off in the distance and tap on each other's shoulder, realizing you're both also pointing at the same spot. <laughs> you can see about a mile away on these sparsely tree-covered hills, up in the air is a flying creature, dragon-like, mm. small in size. Is there any cover nearby? Uh, there are little collections of trees here and there, maybe every hundred feet. Everyone quick. And then, um, Killian will kind of lead the party to a, to a tree. To a single clump of trees. Yes. Okay. And then. Holy poop, that guy was right. You head over to those trees. Uh, Ignal, you look and start following them. You look, you see there are actually two of them flying very close to each other. Two of these creatures. Two of them. He said there was two of them. Shh. <laughs> 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 Make an attack roll on Xander. Uh, you guys are all gathered around these trees. You see these creatures are flying in the opposite direction in a parallel-like course. Opposite from where from us. They're, uh, yeah, they're, flying they're a mile away, us. parallel, going in the opposite direction. So they're a beam heading away, away from will, us. Heading away. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Oh, wait for them to kind of get out of out of right. sight, and then we'll. They fly around. Uh... Yeah, I want to see like what they're t- if it's territory they're covering, yeah, or if they're it, actually just leaving. Is it a straight line that they're traveling in? It is not. They circle around a bit. One of them stops and starts to do a slow circle. The other one circles where it's at, and these are again dragon-like. They have. Uh, a bluish color you can see from this distance, and occasionally there's a bit of a sheeny sparkle to them. And uh, they have no forearms, though, just strong, powerful rear arms. And they make a squawking noise. The one that's furthest away makes a squawking noise. That is the sound you heard Xanner uh, last night. And then the other one catches up to it, and the two of them fly away. Where they were circling, does that seem to have any, like, is it a clearing? Is it? You can't see it from here. Can we make a mental mark of where it was likely sure at? Sure can, yeah. Kay. All right. And, and we're headed that way, right? Sure. Okay. You, uh... Idrisil is going to stay in the tree line, so, because I'm a woodland elf, so just in case I need to take cover in an instant, um, but still kind of walking on the path. There's sense. no path. You guys are in the hills, and it's just a small clump of trees, and oh, a okay. hundred feet one tree, and another. It's very sporadic okay. in the trees. So he's tiptoeing from tree to tree. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just trying to jump yeah. from. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pouncing like a cat to, from tree to tree. All right, you guys uh, head. Keep telling uh, yourself that. <laughs> <laughs> you guys head out further along the hills. As you walk, it is a few hours later, three or four o'clock. And you can see off in the distance uh, the river that uh, Killian, you had uh, saw on the map and mm-hmm. you believe you are very close. The river should pass by these weird face symbols. You're not quite sure what those are supposed to represent. You're trying to think what that means navigationally or magically and nothing has come to mind. You do see up ahead, there is this valley that the river uh, is flowing down into. It's very, uh, very a small uh, river, not a wide one at all. And the valley uh, and the river itself descends down into a canyon, 
a rather deep one. Okay. Is this about the area where the flying things were? Negative. No, no. So the canyon, is it does, um, canyon wise, is there like still shoreline down there? Is it just. Is it a grand canyon? It is not a grand canyon. Mediocre canyon? Like, like a thin. Basically, can we be down there with the water? Yes. Or do we need to stay up above? It is the the river is small that it does not dominate that space. And if we don't go down into the canyon now, yep. The how far? Like what's what's the height of the canyon? Looking forward, it, it's kind of like a, 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 a almost a big plateau that'll end in a cliff, like a mile or two away from you. Uh. Um, so if you want to skirt around it, you're going to add a lot of uh, a lot of time for sure. Okay. Has it rained recently? Uh, no. Um, I guess. Do we want to get in the canyon? Yeah. It seems to be the way, the path. And hey, what do those faces mean? I wonder. I think they do. Hopefully, we'll know it when we see it. I've been trying to discern it, but I can't. I can't come up with anything. Yeah. Oh, I have a guess. Yes. Every other time I've seen faces before, one happy, one sad. It's usually a theater. It's something you can do together. Okay, so Gnomes we'll do a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's really interesting. Really <laughs> just, just, I'm just yeah. following behind him. Like, you do puppets and back and forth. It's a lot. You guys head down into this. Head down into this valley, and you follow along this river, and then the river starts to descend down into this uh, ravine, which then becomes a slightly deeper canyon. And as you do so. Uh, all of you can a make theater perce- appears. <laughs> all of you can make perception rolls again, please. One more time. Twenty-one. Uh, yes. Was that the same one you rolled before? Yep. Twenty-four. Wow. Seventeen. Nine. Two. Twenty-two. Thirteen. Okay. Uh, Killian, as you're descending down in, you can see there is some strange structure in the darkness of the canyon about a half mile ahead that you can't make out. It just doesn't look natural like the rest of the canyon. And the canyon itself is mostly still just dirt with some shrubs sticking out of it. Uh, Iggy, you see beyond the canyon as you guys are just starting to descend into it, uh, beyond the canyon and beyond that almost mile long flat plateau to a cliff, if that makes any sense, the canyon's piercing through. Beyond in the big bowl of this valley, there is a tower off in the distance. Okay. That's beyond the canyon. I'll point the, uh, if you look right there, there's uh, something unnatural. Yeah, it's about a half mile down inside the canyon on the, on the... About the half mile. (laughs) (laughs) Also the, you could see the, there's a tower through there in the, in the valley. Oh, look at that. Tower indeed. So you guys want to split up? Some go to the tower and some (laughs) go to the cave? I think we should go to the, uh, the structure. Well, the, uh... Walk right past it. Head down that way. How deep is it? Is well, are you like, talking about the tower? No, the structure that he was talking right. about yeah, within, yeah. within the. Yeah, because we'll uh, we're gonna hit that first is anyway. Is this river so. like like getting after? Is this like like a fast moving? Nope. And it's just does it look particularly deep? No. You uh, a normal human could wade through it. Okay. 
So for you, it's, <laughs> it's, it's nightmarish. For me, I will <laughs> never cross it. Oh, I'm good. I'm uh, I'm super good with water, so I'm not scared of it. All right, let's. Uh, we're gonna keep on heading towards the down into the canyon. Yeah. Now are we gonna have to cross this river to get to that unnatural whatever? You don't think so at all. Okay. Five minutes later, you're having to cross this river, <laughs> and uh, you have to skirt across it and do a jump and step over here. And I need everyone who is shortish to make a athletics roll, please. Uh, Three out of five of our party members. Yes. Yeah, but I'm like an underwater marauder. I'm like, uh, I love the water. Natural two zero. Wow. Fuck. <laughs> Twelve. Okay. Would you get marauder? Jix? <laughs> Fourteen. Okay. Jix, you make it across. You get your both of your feet very wet, and you are uncomfortable, but you are safely across. And uh, Iggy, you start to go across and you slip and fall face first onto some hard rocks and are gonna be completely ice cold in the water, except a gnomish hand grabs you by the collar uh -huh. and saves you from falling as Xanner grabs you and helps throw you a bit further and naturally just jumps across as though this is your natural element, which is, it is not at all. <laughs> and you are safely on the other side with the dry dwarf next to you and you just have this sullen looking goblin stepping out of the water with soggy boots. Thank you. Thank you, Xanner. Everything's coming up, Xanner. Meanwhile, E, Drusil, and I are just playing knife, kn knifey dicey on the other side. Wait, wait, yeah, wait I, uh, I take my boots from, they were wrapped around my neck. I take them and I just start lacing them back up. All right. Because uh, I knew only my feet would get wet. Right. You guys uh, continue <clears throat> down this canyon. It's 80, 90, 100 feet tall. It's a little narrow. It's darkish in here because the sunlight can't quite get in. There are limited Jawas in this area, but you're, you, got, you got your eyes peeled. <laughs> and up ahead, you see on the right-hand side are is a uh, statuesque face carved into the side of the canyon. And that is what you're approaching. It is a face that looks to be a stern face. It is about 25 feet tall. And there is another face next to it that looks to be in agony. And then there is a third face next to that that looks to have this devilish smile, but with the furrowed brow. This doesn't seem to match up to the map at all. <laughs> I don't think it's a theater. <laughs> They're kind of roundish, chubbyish faces. Um, they don't appear to be, and it's just like the, the front part of the face. They don't appear to be of one race or another particularly. Uh, can I make a lore roll to see if there's a, something that I, w I recognize about it? Uh, make a society roll for some historical <laughs> significance. Okay, Iggy, let's arrange these from first to last. <laughs> Eleven. Eleven, you have no idea. I have no idea what these are. Killian will kind of take a look around, see if there's any, like, you know, like a, like a cave nearby or right. hidden passages or... Jillian, you scramble over the river again. Or... You start looking around and you see there is a cave indeed. And it is inside the mouth of the middle face. That's kind of creepy. Um, and the other two faces, are there caves in there as well? There are not. But okay. the middle one with its mouth wide in agony has an open mouth. It is disconcerting. 
<laughs> well, I'm going in. <laughs> well, that's terrifying. I'm with Yay! you. Yay! Me right, yeah, and uh, Iggy with a low light vision. We're going to uh, walk in. Okay. And Killian cast a light. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jix has uh, low light vision too. You have low light vision? Oh yeah. Okay, well I'm the only one that doesn't, so cast a light. Yeah, will you cast a light to my dagger? Sure. Cool. Yeah. All right, Ezra still, you have a dagger with light on it. As yep. you uh, lead the way, you head towards this mouth. It has an odd quality about it, as though you're being swallowed and as you head in, it's a little eerie. Um, you are trying to be a little on the quiet side as you step in, as you head into the darkness, you have, uh, you have low light vision, right? I do, and a seven stealth. Okay. Um, as you step into this mouth with the, who is next right behind him? Iggy, oh, you yeah. were right? Iggy, yeah. Uh, Idrisil, as you step in, you see a flurry of pale skin and teeth. You are hit with a 23 to hit. That hits. Teeth bite down. There is blood. You guys hear Idrisil scream. Idrisil, you... Ah! I was to say, how does that sound? You are hit for 20 points of piercing damage and five points of evil damage. I am non-conscious. Idrisil gets brutally chewed up uh, and he stumbles back out into you, Iggy, and the two of you crash to the ground and kind of stumble back out of this mouth and you find uh, Idrisil limp in your hands. There is no movement that you can see coming out. You're ready, Iggy. Your sword's ready and yeah, nothing I comes out. drop him on the ground, kill him! And then I draw my sword and... I'm ready for something to jump out. All right, Killian. Um, yeah, I will heal Idrisil. <clears throat> um, I'll cast a heal, healing him for a total of 13. Idrisil, you shake your head, you, you groggily start to blink your eyes. You're not sure what the hell just hit you. Iggy, you're waiting. You hear this nasty little breathing sound. <sighs> Iggy, wait! Come and get me! And you hear some shuffling, and there nothing comes out of the mouth. Wait, Iggy! It was a trap! What was the trap? I, There's look something at me, in I don't know what it was! There's something in there. Something powerful, mate. Here, let me. <laughs> Killian's laughing. You getting the heal ready, Killian? Yeah. I, I, I move past you. Preemptive healing. Next to you. And because I have a low light, but I'm not, I don't know if there's anything I can see. I'm assuming if he can I have see, dark I vision. He's dark, he can right? see in pure darkness. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, watch your eyes and I will cast Burning Hands. All right. Burning Hands has a 15 foot. Uh, you have to get deep in there to get past his vision. He can see 60 feet in, there's nothing there. Okay. So you have to go 45, at least 45 feet into the mouth before you can have any effect with that burning hands. I would detect magic first. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. 
Uh, so I, I I will move next to uh, Iggy and right. I will detect magic first. There is nothing within 30 feet of Iggy that is magical and he still sees nothing 60 feet ahead of him within that mouth. I'm going to keep going. And I step forward another 30 feet. Uh, no, 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 no. Okay. I'm with them. All right. The two of them are slowly Hold stepping on. in. Wait, wait, wait. Can we talk about this for a moment? What do you want? What do you want to talk about? Well, we should either all go or none. Mm. I tried that already. <laughs> all right, let's just go. Are you in? I'm in. The two of them head Jeez. in. You're doing your I'm detect magic. Lee, I'm ahead of him though. Okay. I guess we're all going. Yeah. All right. I don't like this. I don't like it either. <laughs> So Jix, you're waiting outside? Jix will bring up the rear. Okay. <laughs> Prepare to run. And has a uh, has a bomb in his hand ready to go. All right. Yes. He'll hand a spear and book out. Uh, Actually, you know what? No, I have my spear tucked away. Okay. Book. Killian, you have your book out, your spear down, and you hear Xanner give out a scream as Xanner, you duck as a mass of weird pale skin and teeth come flying out, you and Iggy. Iggy, you are attacked by this out of nowhere, huge violent amount of teeth that bite onto you for a 33 to hit. Mm-mm. Holy crap. Um, yeah. I think we're below level for this encounter. Yeah. <laughs> That's a hit, I assume. Yeah. Is that a critical? Yeah. 10 over, right? Yep. Yeah. Iggy is chewed up, blood goes everywhere. You are hit for 30 piercing damage. Done. And four evil damage. 30 piercing damage. Yes. We've got to get out of here. And shredded and screams, Xander, you are covered in Iggy's blood. This thing is... Horrendous, uh, Xander. What would you like to do? Uh, uh, Iggy drops, falls back into you. He appears to be motionless. You've got his great sword falls into one hand and Iggy into the other. Uh, run away! Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> oh my God, he just covered in blood. So uh, the first thing I would do is I will I'll use my care health spell and I will stabilize him. Okay. Uh, just just to bring him back because I feel like he's dying. Uh, and then. Right next to you is just this chomping mass of teeth. You can barely make any so what's this sign lo- of. Did I see what it looked like before it hit me? Uh, just that description I gave okay. you. Very vague, fast, extremely fast. Um, and it's still within feet of you. So we're in nanosecond time, Zayn. Right, so I, I could either. I was trying to decide if I should either burning try to try to burn at it or do Run a away. shield. I'm running yeah, away, so right. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna start pulling him backwards and go get back, get back, get back, get back. Okay. And, and just just start dragging him with me. You start pulling and pulling. Killian, um, <clears throat> while everybody's retreating, we'll stand for a moment as long as that, uh, and and we'll just radiate white um, all around them. And I cast the full positive energy heal. Okay. Um, that's the area effect, which will also impact any undead. All right. Um, assuming they're undead and I will heal everyone five hit points of damage. Five hit points or dealing five damage to any undead. Correct. Got it. 
Xanner, you pull Iggy out of the mouth, and this mouth in agony now has blood dripping out of its bottom section, that is Iggy's blood, and uh, the two of you who had just started to go in are out of the cave. Nothing chases after you. You hear this strange, heavy breathing inside the cave mouth, and you just see uh, cozy-looking jicks in the rear, just looking kind of like I told you so. Mm-hmm. So how about that tower up ahead? I don't want to go into this place again. <laughs> yeah, this is not good. Uh, and well, let's see. And I'm gonna cast another heal. Yeah, so treat wounds. Yeah, actually, let's. Well, let's get a safe distance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's keep going away. Uh, let's head back up the ravine to uh, the tower. No, that would be, that would be yeah. further down through the canyon yep. to get to the tower. Oh, can we avoid this cave to do that? Yep. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah, we, we just at least cross the river Let's go back. Around. <laughs> you guys continue down the cavern for a canyon for a bit. Uh, and once you feel you're sufficiently far away, you were doing something, Killian? Yeah, we're going to heal, um, going to treat wounds. Okay. You can spend 10 minutes and heal that automatically, or you can do an hour and double it on uh, Iggy. Let's do an hour and double it on okay. Iggy. Lunch um, break. So that's going to be 14, 14. more for a total of 19 hit points total now. You are bandaged up. You guys spend an hour with Idrisil watching back down the uh, canyon, and you there is nothing that follows you. Just see my bowstring. And... What's your plan? That was a mistake. I. It was not good. I thought surely if we could detect some kind of magic then we would have a fighting chance. But if we can't even do that, we have, we need to know what we're dealing with. A lot stronger we than need to of know what we're dealing with before we go back there. So yeah. the tower might be the best. Yeah, well, Xander's awesome. standing there still in just ab uh, abject shock, covered in blood from <laughs> head to toe. He's just shivering. <laughs> it was not a theater. It was not a theater. It was not a theater. <laughs> What's playing? Uh, rest gonna, some more. Gonna walk around. Uh, avoid that area. Tower? Head to the tower. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm. I have three heals total. Okay. You guys head towards to the tower. You leave the canyon behind you. It is uh, bright daylight once again, and you see there is a. Um, Again, lots of wide open grass like the Highlands from Scotland. Uh, a cold wind is blasting across it. You're feeling very cold. You, uh, again, keep your cloaks tight. You can see there is this tower up ahead. It looks to be old and covered in grass at the bottom and appears to be weathered, but not ruined. It still looks very sturdy. And... They, as you approach, you think for a second there is some sort of second construction to it going on or some sort of collapse because right next to it, at the top of it is this conical tower that um, top roof uh, that's uh, a cylinder that's maybe some bluish stone and there's a, an extra one of it on the ground as though they were ready to make us another one uh, or something along those lines as you approach. Need stone. 
Uh, there is a door uh, and uh, that is on the ground level, as you see. There are a couple windows up. It's about 50 feet tall and then topped by this cone of blue stone. Uh, I'll go up and knock on the door. All right. <laughs> you don't think that that, uh, that that guy was trying to take this tower and take it over to the, the farmer's places, do you? I don't even move a tower. With slaves. It's a tower. You can move the rock. You can move the stone. Can't move the whole tower. One stone at a time. I don't know. And I not I pound on the door. You pound. Well, on I mean, I, I knock. Knock I'm not, on like, the door. Aggressive. All right. <laughs> you knock upon the door. There is no answer. Yeah. Just a cold wind that blows. How high is the door? Or the the wall of the tower, I guess. The tower is 50 feet tall. What time of day is it? Uh, let's see. It's getting late in the afternoon on, this is day two of your trek. I'd like to walk around the structure, see if I can find a way in. Other than the door. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh. Kill his, there's a door right here. <laughs> is, uh, is the door unlocked? Uh, you check the door is unlocked. There's a weird little push latch and it does give way. It squeaks a bit. I open it. All right. Anybody, anybody home? As soon as I turn the corner. Oh, come on. <laughs> the, <laughs> the door barely budges and it appears to be rusted a bit. You'll have to throw your shoulder behind yeah. it to get it open. Make an athletics roll, please. A 23. 23 is good enough you push and bang and get that door open and as you do so a large giant bat comes flying out of that door comes right at you uh but you were on guard with that decent roll so you get your full armor class to defend and it is a 15 to hit. No, sir. It got weird fangs bite at you as it comes flying by with this loud squeak, and then it flies about 40 feet up, and it is attacking your group. <laughs> it is, uh, Jix, what would you like to do? Um. About 40 feet up is this bat, and it's kind of arcing and turning around, and it seems to be going after this dwarven meal. I take my sling, and I grab a pebble off the ground, and I... Sling away. Second action's a ranged attack. Go for it. That's a 12. 12. Your, your stone goes wide. You can attack again. 18. 18 is a hit. You smash into the bat's wing. For two points of bludgeoning damage. Two huge points of damage <laughs> barely impacts this creature. Idrisil. Take a couple shots at it. Go for it. Not 100 prey, mind you. Is a, yeah, that was landed funny. Sorry. Okay, that's a 17. 17. You fire and miss. Miss one. Going to shoot another one. Ooh, that's even better. That's a... I'm sorry. That's a 24. 24 is a hit. Two points of damage. Two points of damage is minor damage to this. The bat starts to flap and flies away with this not being worth trouble. It flaps and flaps and flies <laughs> off. 
Tanner is just having it's PTSD. It's not a theater. It's, it's not a theater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So we found his phobia. <laughs> Death. <laughs> <laughs> Imminent death is just weakness. Does it just fly up into like a crevice or just flies away? No, it's flying oh. off okay. far, far away. All right, Iggy, we got rid of it. Let's go in. Yeah. A second. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Iggy, you go inside. You see that this bottom floor has been rubbled. It's lots of broken stone, uh, some old broken wooden furniture. Uh, there, is, it doesn't smell so good with some bat guano around here. There's some uh, animal carcass you can't quite identify that's been used for dinner by this bat. And you can see there is a uh, essentially a stairwell along the side that goes up to a floor above. It's about uh, 20 feet up, but only the top two stairs are there attached to the side. The rest are gone. So how far up is that? It's, it's, the, it's 20 feet up, but there is some rubble that's kind of there that might make it somewhat approachable. Can I attempt to throw my grappling hook? Sure. Make an athletics roll. Plus two. If so he... fancy. Uh, ooh, I needed that. Um, 15. 15. Shoot. You throw your grappling hook up. It goes up into the opening where the stairs would go, and it hooks on with a clink. I'm going to start climbing. All right. I would like to... I'd like to climb up first, Stiggy, since I'm a bit faster, if you don't mind. Okay. I can get up there quicker. I'm at it. Just my rope and my grappling hook, that's all right. <laughs> I was going to ask if I could do that first, but you threw it already. I'm just going to throw it first up. Why are you rolling a die? Because I want to. Uh, Idris, <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna. You're climbing up. Yep. I'm All right. Idris, you start climbing up with uh, ease and climb up the rope to the top to the second floor. You see, the grappling hook is very, very secure. We've got it wedged into some old stone. It's not going anywhere. And find yourself in the floor above, and it appears to be an old, dried-up library. There are several bookcases on each side, and the tower is about 50 feet in diameter. And uh, you do a quick scan around, then look back towards your friends to make sure they get the thumbs up that it's, it's good to come up. And you notice something odd. In the center of this library is a small ball of shadows that immediately disperses and explodes across the room like little roaches scurrying in the darkness and they all fly into and under the bookshelves. And now the library is quiet. Hey, nerds, you're going to love it up here. There's lots of books. Ooh. Uh, I motion to Jix, you want to lift? Yes, please. And I put them on my back and Oh, wow. Up. All right. Clinging All to, Yoda style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clinging to Ignal, the two of you climb up to the top and you can see this same library. There is a pale, cold light coming in through an open window. Uh, there's a bunch of dust. You can see a bunch of some of the books are so old and have been so exposed. They're nothing but dust. And the, um, that's where you're at. Everyone be careful before we go in there. We need to make sure that this uh, magic can't hurt us. There's something exploded as soon as I got up here and they're all under the shelves. You didn't say that before we climbed up here. 
Uh, it's more fun this way. Jix wants to see if there's any old alchemy books. All right. Xander's going to start climbing. Do you need a lift? And yes, he'll please. go and like offer him a... Oh, aren't you going to put it on your back? Yeah. And try and get it on? <laughs> All right. Uh, I need Jix the Goblin Alchemist to make a reflex saving throw. Yeah, I can do that. Go for it. That's a 27. Woo! That is a reflex saving throw. You duck as a book comes flying out of one of the bookshelves and it hits you, but you block it with your forearm and take no damage from it whatsoever. It hits the ground. The pages kind of crumple, uh, but the, the binding is still there. Uh, and uh, it's almost like a weird little poltergeist-like effect of this book just flew out and smacked you. Holy shit, did you guys see that? This book attacked me. Now books are attacking you! <laughs> Did it hurt you? Well, no, it's just a book. Uh, stop, stop whinging. Uh, Jix, you uh, <laughs> hold this book again. It's almost crumbling in your hands. However, you are able to make note of the title of the book. It is entitled Heroes of a Sky-Colored Sun. Heroes of a Sky-Colored Sun. Correct. Xanar, you are up top. Uh, you are now here in this library, and you see uh, uh, Jix is in the middle holding this weird crumbling tome in his hands. Killian also climbs up. Killian, you are the last one up. You're there. Everyone's there. Neat. Hey, just, uh, just be careful now, little guy. The, the, the books seem to have a mind of their Xander, own. Xander, make a reflex saving throw. <laughs> the what? That's, that's a seven. Seven, you take one point of bludgeoning damage oh. as a book smacks you upside the head. See what I mean? Head. It falls to the ground. This book is entitled No Honor Among Thieves. Ow! Why are you, why are you darks getting hit by books? I I don't I don't know the answer to that <laughs> question. Julian <laughs> Divine lance into the just just the general like bookshelf area. All right, you divine lance. There's a whitish lance attack. Boom! Yeah. Dozens of books are evaporated in their poor the horrible condition. Uh, no, just the, <laughs> the impact of it all. Hey there, take it easy. And Carahel hates books. <laughs> <laughs> You uh, see a coalescence of shadow from several other bookshelves quickly follow to the ground and whip up and start swirling around right where you impacted. Can I divine lance that? You can. Okay. Go for it. Oh, God. Make an attack. <laughs> oh. Ten. You, ten. you throw your lance with magic and the ballish sphere, it's about maybe beach ball size of slightly twirling shadows, dodges nimbly to the right. The impact hits more bookshelves and explodes more books. <gasps> and a uh, you need to make a reflex saving throw Killian as a book comes flying out from the bookshelf from behind you. Uh, that's probably going to be a... Fail, reflex, yeah, seven. Seven, you are hit for one point of bludgeoning damage as you are hit in the thigh. And this book also has oh. a title. It is named The Three Trials of the Noble Atonius. <laughs> <laughs> 
you are hit in the butt. You look around, there's nothing there. And you look back at the shadowy ball as you prepare another divine lance and the shadowy ball speaks. It says, why do you do that? You shouldn't do that. Why do you throw books at us? Why are you trying to injure us? Why are you here? You shouldn't be here. You shouldn't be here. What are you? It comes flying over towards you, Killian, right up to your face, and then flies over towards Xanner, right up to your face, and then flying right over to Jix, right up to your face. Jix just smiles and waves. It replicates your face like the abyss. No, no. <laughs> uh, it's um, kind of just hovers there gently. What are you? I am the keeper. What are you? I am a wayfarer of Karahel. I am a seeker of knowledge of Azimir. Yes. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I am the walrus. I've been waiting to fit that one in. <laughs> days, days I've been waiting to say it. This place is not for you. You will steal. You are thieves. Knowledge cannot be stolen, only shared. Make a reflex saving throw <laughs> as another book comes flying by. Again. 27. Man, that one goes flying by, completely misses you, and shatters against the far wall. It is trying to share knowledge with you. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you destroying the books? You have not answered my question. I'm Jex. Oh, 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 I know this one. I know this one. Here, here. And I pull out the map, the one that got us here. For knowledge to be shared, we must give and receive. Huh? Huh? So we're here to give knowledge to you in part for you sharing with us. As the keeper, you would understand this. (laughs) He says crossing his fingers (laughs) mightily. I I liked it. That is silly. Idrisil would like to stealthily pick up one of the books behind him. Okay. And just hold it behind his back. Make a thievery roll. Oh, God. It just said we were going to steal, and then we were like, no, we're trying to... That's a 20 on natural. Okay, and total of 20. It does not notice you stealing the book. Oh, God. I throw the book at it. Okay. Make a ranged attack. (laughs) Your normal plus seven. 26. Okay, you throw the book. You hit the shadowy uh, creature sphere and it breaks apart into lots of shadows and flies underneath all the different bookshelves in many different pieces. You can still hear its voice, though. You shouldn't do that. Come back out here, keeper. Yeah, what are you so afraid of? Also, what are you keeping? Keeping you thieves out. We're not here to steal. You are violent. Out of where? We? Well, you're throwing books. Well, you're not at me, because I don't make a, a reflex <laughs> saving throw. 
Uh, 14. 14. You are fine. You do not take damage. You step on the book as it goes flying by and stop it from hitting you. That wasn't very nice. Come back out here. He does not. Coward. Ooh, he appears. (laughs) The ball coalesces again of slightly twirling shadows. You threaten and you attack. Uh, no, but, well, you had a book thrown <laughs> at you. We've thrown books at all of us, so we haven't done anything you haven't done. We're not here to steal. You have not answered my question. What was your question? <laughs> yeah. Why are you here if not to steal? Should we tell her we seek the gear? Should we tell her that? Yeah, tell him it. We seek the gear! He says, <laughs> crossing his fingers desperately again. <laughs> that makes sense. For what purpose, though, do you seek the gear? Danner. <laughs> the purpose of the gear is unknown to us, but we need to make sure it is safe for the people of the land. We are the defenders of Edlin Home. <laughs> I have allowed one defender past before. I can see letting another again. Just one. <laughs> and the right wall starts to change shape and stones start to move out and it replicates the same uh, curved-ish stairs just like you saw below, but they move out as almost like mechanical-like from the wall, one at a time taking shape. And you have these little beams of stone that essentially that come out that make steps to go up to another level. Thank you. And I will start heading towards the stairs. Beware the brass. Little gnome. Sounds important. Should I? Thank you, Keeper. (laughs) May we all pass. We're together. (laughs) (laughs) We're with this party. We're with the gnome. With a plus four. (laughs) (laughs) You may pass, though I do not know if you will all return. The appropriate little jigs laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's working out great. Uh, I will I, I will start ascending okay. the steps. You walk up if, the steps. If just he goes, will he come back? Time will tell. Okay, we should probably all go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. So you all follow him? Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, Jix, you're trailing in the rear. I am. You see the sphere kind of follows you slightly up the steps, but then waits at the bottom step and as though it's just watching you go up. And as you, Jix, climb up, each step you take, the previous step disappears back into the wall. Gotcha. Jix, you arrive on the next floor up and see your friends are there. And in this third floor, it is moderately dark. There is a cracked window with very little glass with light coming in. 
that shines upon a single stone pedestal that pretty much is almost the only thing in this room. And upon this pedestal uh, is some sort of small uh, collection of objects. On the floor next to this lit up pedestal of light coming through the window is a suit of armor with a skeletal hand coming out between the, the glove and the forearm piece of the armor and a weapon that it's that was holding. And the last thing you see, Jix, uh, right next to everyone is an old uh, wooden chest. Looks sturdy, looks heavy, and it has a name painted on it that says Spiders. That's a weird name for a chest. Wonder what's in that. Hey, Jix, do not open that. Everyone remember the uh, orb thing was very uh, precautious about people stealing things. Yes. So let's examine everything, but don't steal anything yet. What was Kill the it staring at Jix? Jix. Oh, it was a long sword. And also, is there any brass anywhere around that we can see? You see, possibly on the on that pedestal, the little objects. Yeah, I'm gonna approach the pedestal. Okay. You approach the pedestal, you're about maybe 12 feet away from the pedestal and you see there are three E's on that pedestal. Can I reach out and grab the middle one? <gasps> wait, wait. You <laughs> <laughs> should are, probably identify what, what they're made of these first. Keys, yeah. Uh, there are three keys on there, uh, and Xander, you're doing detect magic, is that I right? I am, I'm doing detect magic. Okay. Um, but, yeah, he, like, slaps my hand out. <laughs> <laughs> Where is, there it is. Uh, they are magical, indeed. They're detecting magic from that, uh, uh from that area. And, uh, they are colored blue, they are colored white, and they are colored red. Hmm. Very patriotic. That's true. I Depends love on the what's, what nation you're in flag you're talking about. Italians, obviously. That's green, white, and red. Um, just I'm looking at the you don't uh, judge me. chest. <laughs> is it? Is there a keyhole in the chest? Nope, just a big fat latch. Okay. What's the latch made out of? Um, metal? <laughs> Checking I'm anything metal. brass. <laughs> Iron. Is there a trumpet anywhere that I can see? Iron. Okay. Mm, three keys. Blue, white. I want to kick that sword across the room. Okay. You step over towards that suit of armor, kick the sword out. The sword goes sliding across the room, spinning. The gauntlet comes off, revealing a skeletal hand of some poor soul who perished here. Okay. He supposed this is a previous guardian that he let through? Or somebody else, yeah. The, the defender. Yeah. The defender is. Hey, Orb, is this the guy? He can't hear me. Keys. Why would there be keys? For the chest? No, the chest isn't locked. There's no keyhole. Uh, Jix wants to look the around the room. All right. Killian nah. and Jix look around the room going in opposite circles. <laughs> <laughs> we just keep staring at the pedal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Spit shine. Looking up, is there another floor? Or are we on the top? Um, You guesstimate there is more above. Okay. 
Uh, Jix and Killian, you guys meet at the other side of this room and you- Well, what did you find? And you can see there is a small keyhole lightly hidden in one of the walls. Well, will you look at that? A keyhole in this wall, hidden. (laughs) (laughs) Jix just walks away. (laughs) (laughs) Hey guys, come here. Check out the keyhole hidden in the wall. Idrisil, you wanted to touch one of these keys? Yeah, I want to go for the middle one. Okay, what's the middle one? I can't heal death. Uh, (laughs) I wasn't sure if you said they were, each of them were the three colors or if each one was one color. One of each color. Okay, I'll go for the white one if you said that's in the middle. Yep. You reach out and your hand pierces the light coming through the window that cascades across the pedestal. You touch with your naked fingers, elven skin on the metal of the key, the white key, and you pull the key off the pedestal and hold it in your hand and see four people looking at you intently for no reason. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. You want to stick it in this keyhole here? That's what she said. Yeah. Mm. Who, Queenie? It never works. <laughs> I never you get wish, a good one either. You guys. wish. <laughs> uh, I'm going to stick my white key inside of this dark it's keyhole. Like a, it's like a little bit of lipstick, red lipstick. Uh, <laughs> just on the tip. Um, just the tip. I'm going to do it gently but firmly, and I'm going to twist clockwise. All right. You do so. There is a tremendous blast of electrical current oh, that John. zaps that key. I need you to make a fortitude saving throw. Oh, please. she bloody do. That's a 16. A six total? 16. Oh, the huge difference. Yes. <laughs> you take five points of electrical damage as he is zapped. And that's all that happens. That's all that happens. It's not this one. And I go put the key back. Okay. He puts the <laughs> key back. Um. Ooh. Mm, uh, I think it's the blue one. Okay, the blue one. I'll take the blue one. <laughs> All right. You pedestal. touch the blue one and nothing happens when you touch it. And I walk over to the keyhole and punch it in. You punch it in. Oh, you God. turn it clockwise and you hear a click. And stone starts to separate, and there is some sort of little compartment beyond. <laughs> Should listen to the dwarf more often, dickheads. And I walk through. All right, you, you pr- had a fifty-fifty chance. <laughs> <laughs> I made the puzzles a little easier. <laughs> I loosened it for you. Okay. <laughs> the door starts to part open a little bit, and. Uh, the uh, uh, you you part it open and there's a almost like a small closet beyond uh, Iggy and you push it's a little dusty and it's not a closet it is a small area that allows a ladder to exist that goes up to the next floor. Is there a ladder? There is. I guess I was not specific about that. <laughs> you just said you there just was said an area that would allow for a ladder. I didn't know if I had to drop down. Uh, I go. I'm going up. 
and I start climbing. Okay. Uh, I'm right after. Yeah, I'm yeah. right behind him. Okay, doing nothing at all with the armored corpse or its longsword or the chest. Is that correct? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. I'd like to take the the van braces, the arm plates. Okay. And just that. But you said don't steal. I'm just borrowing it for now. We don't know what's up there. Okay. You take and this, this little skeleton hand falls out. Yep. You take it. Uh, it's old. You're not sure what, how much protection it gives, but you have it, and you follow the rest of the group up. And you guys are now. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have something to say? No, I mean we're going up right now. I'm not gonna. I'm going up. I, if you want to fool I, around, I, with oh something. come on now. If one of us goes, we all we all need to go. I'm not gonna loiter you around. Want, you like, you want to open that I mean, chest? Play with my longsword by myself. <laughs> if we're if we're separated by vanishing stairs, that's one thing. A ladder that's there. I think, I think we could, you know, three or two of us. Could. No, we. Do you want to open that chest? Oh, God, no. It says spiders. I know. Maybe they're friendly spiders. Hey, bats are bad enough. Once keep away from spiders. Bats. 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 Well, let's go up okay. and then let's see what happens. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to come back down eventually, right? Uh, Hopefully, that skeleton doesn't uh, lock the door behind us. <laughs> There is a door in front of you, Iggy. You press upon it and it opens up with a big squeak and it is a, a, a narrow brass door. Uh. <laughs> you hear some strange sound behind yeah. you. <laughs> and in front of you, you see you have arrived at the top of the tower. Wait, he went through the brass door? No, he opened the brass door. Oh, God. You should have mentioned it was brass before you. He didn't. It was, he, he can't tell in dark vision. It's black and white. Yeah. And it's the top or like outside? You are in, at the top floor of the tower. As you part open the doors, you see this top floor is littered with chunks and pieces of brass parts that have been smashed or destroyed or little cogs. Uh, little gear pieces, and they just litter the floor all over the place. Uh, at the far side of this uh, top tower section is an open balcony uh, that looks out uh, with a huge drop. There is a large lever in the center of the room. And as you see that lever, a chunk of brass comes flying out of the debris flies in front of that lever and another chunk and another chunk and another chunk, almost like Iron Man suits coming together. And it forms the shape of a vaguely humanoid person that then stamps down this brass uh, piece of um, automaton with a sharpish uh, glaive-like weapon of all sorts of different pieces come together in its hand that it hammers down into the ground and takes almost a squat defensive position. Um, there's a big metal monster. <clears throat> get, get up here. I'm uh, right behind him with... With My, new treasure uh, around his, uh, his I've got, wrists. I've got a couple of... Everyone's there in this small little space. Ambrace is on. I'll approach it. Okay. Uh, Iggy, as you approach, two interesting things happen. <laughs> uh, one, the strange construct rises up and immediately starts bolting straight at you like a, a T-1000, just super speed. And... 
two, did I say two things? Yeah. Because there's three. Two! (laughs) As you notice, as it does this, slightly off kilter behind it is a second actual copy of this thing. There are two Mm. of these creations charging towards you, absolutely barreling down on you full speed. And three, the entire door that you've just stepped through is slowly starting to close. Spread out! You are all behind him inside the small yeah. little chamber. He has just stepped into the major chamber. So we all need to rush in. Or we need to get out. <laughs> yeah, we either need to go in or out. May and make a decision fast. I'm, I'm, I'm not leaving. I'm no. fu- staying here. You were gonna you want to go with you? All right. Look, yeah, choice. We, we all come in. Jix I mean, rushes in. All right, Jix rushes in. Um, Jix in the rear, so he's rushing in. We're all be- <laughs> <laughs> I was just say before that happens, if someone wants to run down and throw some of the pieces of armor up, I can, you know, put the I rest on. I don't have time for that. Mm. I, I think we do, but all right. You have seconds before this thing is upon yeah. Iggy. Uh, all right, everyone comes in behind How you. How long before the doors close? Uh, sh- ten just seconds. Brass. We can break those down if we have to. Ten seconds, I'm the doors will come close. Middle. I'm in, sword drawn. The rest of you are inside. Iggy, you have your sword ready. These two machines come racing right towards you, and we will stop there for tonight. All right. Our heroes took down Vargalos, the weird gnome, in a challenging battle. They found a map on the gnome that mentioned someone called the Broken Slaver, as well as possible treasure just a few days travel away. They entered an old tower and ran into a being calling itself the Keeper. Proving themselves worthy to enter, the heroes reached the top of the tower to find the final chamber covered in brass debris, as well as two brass guardians charging right at them. Thank you to Chris, Seth, Alistair, Jeremy, Tim, and everyone who helped make this production possible, including our sponsor, the Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop. And thanks to you, our listeners, for joining us on our adventures. If you'd like to help out the show, check out patreon.com slash ingloriousbards. Support given through Patreon helps keep the show running and gets you access to exclusive behind-the-scenes content, including character creation and after-show recordings for each episode, character sheets, and high-resolution maps. What the heck is this gear the players hope to find at the tower? And what was that horrific creature in the cave within the chasm? Until next time.